welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello, Broads. Hey, Broads. <laughs> oh my god, is this like, this is like the holy day. Oh, wow. This, this is, is the, the day we've been day. waiting for. This is the day we've been waiting for. Like, <sighs> And this is, ironically, the day that I'm most nervous for. <sighs> Becca and I, like, actually, we might fight. We might fight in this episode. Well, I'm just nervous, like, not just because of... Uh, I'm not, I'm not nervous so much about the conversation with you because it's like, I already know kind of what we're disagreeing on. I'm more, like, worried because I think that everyone has this expectation of like how i'm gonna react to this episode and i'm like yeah kind of am in the totally opposite direction and i'm also sort of nervous because i feel like this is just my own insecurity coming through but i feel like sometimes like i'm the bad like i'm you're like the nice one and i feel like i'm like the bad one that everyone always disagrees with you guys no please okay no, no no this is this is the difference i am a libra so I am easily swayed and be like, let's, everyone needs to be all good. We're all good, right? Like, and you are your Aquarius vibes oh where you're like, no, you're going to be, you're going to fight for the underdog. Well, you're yeah, like and justice. I, devil's advocate gets super, devil's super advocate. annoying. But I also like to look at everything like, I think that my alarm goes off when everyone starts to jump on the bandwagon with things. Yes. And my alarm goes off and I'm like, wait, let's look at this super critically and pick it apart and try to be as rational and logical about this as possible. So disclaimer before we get into this episode, please do not do not like leave bad ratings if you disagree with my opinion. I mean, you can get into my DMs and just like you know yell at me through the keyboard as much as you want unfollow me whatever just don't take it out on the podcast because it's me and jess and i don't know i don't think it's that serious i'm just like i don't think it's that serious everyone. no i know i know you know because yeah. people can get super passionate people can it's get just passionate like, rightly i was i was uh watching it with my husband who was extremely passionate it's an about ext- it i mean it's an extremely polarizing season in so many ways it is and i'm even seeing people like I don't know if you saw Jed's post oh, where God. he was like, oh my don't come after my family oh my and whatever. Okay, yeah, don't come after his family. But also I wrote down a specific quote from his post. Did you? Yes. Give it to me. He said, um, so for those who don't know, Jed posted um, a picture of him and his family, I believe like a few hours after the last episode for Hometowns aired. Mm-hmm. And it was a, you know, my family and I are getting attacked yeah, he, and then what his specific quote is, I beg you to remember what seems like a harmless action is damaging to real people. And I'm like, you have literally no sense of irony at all, do you? Like, no, no or I mean, no sense, like, self-awareness. Like, it, that could be, no, that is so directed at himself. I, this episode in, in particular, last episode, yes, as well, but this episode in particular there's no the irony was so rich i couldn't even process what was happening i couldn't f- it was yeah very upsetting and i am actually like kind of heartbroken <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> i'm heartbroken that jed's not going to be at the men tell all but i really am because you saw obviously this like really tight relationship with jed and a lot of the guys and i'm really interested how the guys are feeling now that oh, all this boy. is coming out. Like I, I see know them some of them him. are I... supporting him and standing by him and like maybe bro code. I don't know. But I mean, there are certain guys who are supporting John him. Paul Jones d- commented under that post. But didn't he say like, it's okay, bud. Or something like, like we're super, here for you, bro. Or yeah, something, something yeah, like yeah, yeah, super top so. level that if I was in, let, like, let, let's just say 
you were to all of a sudden go on a sex rampage and cheat on Gray all over the place, I'd be like, Becca, that was really shitty. But I, I'll I, be there for I'm you here. regardless yeah, because okay, I'm okay, your okay, friend. Okay, okay, okay. But I think there's a difference between being like the the JPJ who's just like, we're here for you. Yeah, bud. but what <laughs> versus? But what if I was cheating on Gray this whole time and was hiding it? You know what I mean? And yeah, I wasn't, and I was like, true. the nature of my relationship with you even was based upon this lie that I am like faithful. True. I don't even know who you are anymore, uh, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> no sex has been had with anyone else. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's ugh. this, yeah, this whole episode, it was just, it was va- like you said, this whole season's been so polarizing. I feel like this episode is going to be very polarizing, um, especially like not just in the Luke camp, but in the Jed camp as 100%. well. I know. I, I saw 110,000 people have liked his post. Wow. That's a lot of people in support. But I also understand, too, because, again, they're saying, we'll you talk, know, he's we'll saying, talk, don't come for yeah, my family. And we'll talk my Libra side who can't stand the guy yeah. and definitely did not vibe on that family very well. But even for me reading the post, it was kind of like people are threatening I, I them felt in public. That, I felt that twinge of like, oh, God. See, and I just felt annoyance because then he's playing the victim for a situation that he's put his whole family in. And that's what snapped me back right away where I'm just like, yo, bro, you went on the show with a girlfriend. And you cheated on your girlfriend. And you cheated on your girlfriend, but then you went on the show with a girlfriend that's on national TV and you had your family go on it. Are you familiar with this? You put their faces all over the TV screens. Not us. Not the people. And they did too. (laughs) That's also very true. Even though I actually kind of advocated for them, you know, and like they're just going along with it. It's yeah. Their son, but they knew what it was up to. Girl, this after the final rose is going to get so spicy. Hectic. So I'm spicy. I'm so curious. I just, every so, week, I'm just like, how is ABC going to play this off? Since Luke went home, well, well. he's coming back, <laughs> but is he going to be on? I'm really curious if he's going to be on Men Tell All. It definitely. Or if he's going to be on After the Final Rose with Tyler. It definitely uh, looked that Jen. way. So what I what I think is going to happen is yeah. next week is that they're going to air maybe like 20 minutes worth of the rose ceremony and then the men tell all directly after in the same night. Oh, you think? Yeah, because it said they said uh, when they were doing the preview for the men tell all, they included Luke in it and they're like, even the people will be there that you love to hate. And they showed Cam and Luke. Oh, and, okay. Um, so I'm assuming... I, there's no way that they're not going to have Luke at the men tell all. I don't know. Cause they want to watch him be like a rotisserie chicken and all those, the, we hate <laughs> Luke club, just, just spatting Sizzle. up little flames, just cooking him. Oh boy. Oh God. It's going to be a nightmare. I wonder if his gorgeous mom's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. She's like, Luke, I don't want you putting a bad name on my new store. <laughs> She's like, honey, I cannot afford any lines on this perfect wrinkleless face. <laughs> You're killing my complexion right now, Luke. Sweetie, me and, Lucas? Your, step, me, me and your stepdaughter are going on vacation. I don't think we'll be able to make it. We're never coming home. <laughs> Literally never. His name's definitely not Lucas. It's definitely Luke from the Bible. You know that's, that's a that's major That's very true. Even reference. though he did say in this episode that he's the spiritual leader of his home. He just imagines himself to be the spiritual leader of the world. That's very true. He thinks he's leading everyone Girl, spiritually. he pastored the shit out of Hannah, and Hannah came back and pastored him to death. Um, no. No. I'm just disagreeing. <laughs> oh, God, I'm okay, like, okay. No. Well, um, is already getting upset. <laughs> it's like mom no don't say it um well i, w- I do want to say uh quick too before we pause for a little ad break um that we haven't taken a hot minute to just say 
thank you so much to all of the broads out there. I feel oh, like yeah. it's been a minute. Um, you all, the hashtag broad squad is so strong. Um, so loving. Again, I know we've talked about this before, but all the like incredibly nice DMs and reviews. I wish I could comment back on the reviews. Um, but all the DMs that you send, um, they really, really do mean the world to us. And it really helps us keep going on weeks when we're maybe feeling smothered with kids and other work. That this is, we just love doing this and we love our listeners. And yeah, I'm so yeah. grateful that all of you have given us both a platform to share our thoughts and mm-hmm. share our feelings and just share ourselves and our lives with all of you. And it's, it's, I always get excited for when we get to share it with everyone. I mean, that's actually, I, I obviously love sitting and recording with you, but I also get excited for when we release it and oh, listening yeah. to people's feedback and listening about their lives. And I love the feedback. And I feel like both of us, we were talking about this actually the other day when we had some vino together, we were talking about how this podcast has helped both of us grow like exponentially totally hearing other people's opinions outside of our close friend circle or whatever like learning from other people has been like really powerful and kept us accountable as we're on our journeys as moms and women and Mm -hmm. bachelor recappers Mm -hmm. (laughs) so thank you so much we love you broad squad but let's chat for a second. Uh, we can talk about the teeth on these top four men, regardless of your thoughts on these men. The teeth are pretty glorious. Oh, they got good teeth. And you better believe they were rock- rocking braces when they were younger. But you know what can be problematic? As you get older, your teeth move. Yes, even if you've had rounds and rounds of braces. Well, recently I started to notice my teeth that have been braced twice are moving out of place, and I am not looking to rock metal braces at 30 personally, so I was very grateful to find out about Candid. Yeah, Candid is the clear alternative to braces. Candid has an orthodontist who is licensed in your state, create a treatment just for you, and even has a 3D preview of what the final results are going to look like. Oh, and when I say orthodontist, I mean a legit orthodontist because other companies use, quote, dental professionals, whatever that may mean. But Candid makes sure, make sure that your teeth are in the hands of utmost professionals. And Candid costs 65% less than braces. You can save thousands of dollars and have straighter, brighter teeth in an average of just six months. In fact, my uncle was like, I need to get braces, but the orthodontist just quoted me $5,000. And I seriously, I was like, get Candid. Oh my God. It's so much less expensive. It's amazing. Well, they make it as easy as possible too. They ship the molds that you bite directly into. Then they ship them to my door. It was so simple. As soon um, as I was done with the impressions, I sent Candid back my mold. Candid sent my mold to an orthodontist and then sent me a 3D preview for my approval. So now they're creating this custom clear aligner that will be sent directly to me. That means no hassle of having to go into an orthodontist office. And to be honest, I have a pretty big dentist slash orthodontist phobia. So this is a true blessing. Um, I'm super excited to get my clear aligners from Candid and begin to fix my teeth. You are one step away from getting straighter, brighter teeth, too. Use our dedicated link, candidco.com slash chatty, to learn more and get $75 off. That's candidco.com slash chatty for $75 off. Candidco.com slash chatty. All right, let's get into this. Let's get into Crete. Let's get into Crete. They start off the week with Dreamy Crete. Dreamy Crete. I mean, Grace, you were serving me looks this week. Oh my God, it was so gorgeous. And 
her first date got to start with Pete, which was I such know. a lovely kickoff to the week, even though from the very beginning of the episode, I was like, let's get to Luke's date already. <laughs> let's get to Luke's date. Or like, let's pass by everything. Yes. But oh my God, Pete was just, I mean, he is sweeter than pie. He's a dreamboat. He's such a dreamboat. Speaking boat. of boats, they <laughs> were getting it on Girl, in the boat. level of freak that was going on was next. Did you see the cut where she was like, sprawled like her head was like back in ecstasy and her limbs were like sprawled oh my up. It was, god I, I was like what what is happening and then he just his hand slid, up her, slid up her gorgeous glistening thigh and i just felt so bad for that captain in the background it's the in every situation these poor people who are like serving them around have to it, watch the straight up this porno like, just going on porn with like the captain watching some serious boat humping oh my god it was crazy i also have to say too like if i'm ever on a boat and someone starts to do the titanic spread with the arms i immediately just want to push them off the boat oh, yeah. no shade i do it every time i can't help it and i hate myself every time i do it i hate myself but i'm always just like why and then pete did it too and it's just like oh, yeah. i'm the king of the world which that phrase, I'm the king of the world, the guy shouting, it just always makes me giggle. Yeah. You're just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. So are all men. Asshole. Just kidding. I love Pete. <laughs> oh, man. Well, and also, um, geez, I just totally lost my train of thought. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> um, I feel like, too, when Pete, I don't know, he was just so open with her. He's oh, so complimentary with he her. Is. I know what I was going to say, though. I was just thinking, like, Imagine if you and Evan went on a boat ride. I mean, I guess I don't know about your personal life, but like me and Grayson would be sitting there like drinking wine. Like this is lovely. Like looking out to the water. You mean not, (laughs) you mean not literally straight up just (laughs) sucking face, practically having sex on the boat with everyone watching. It's so funny because The Bachelor is like one of the only scenarios where you can have a full crew of people just working around you and you're just... You're sticking <laughs> each other, your tongues down each other's throat. Like, I just imagine, like, oh I, I, I can't imagine. No. If, if, I'm <laughs> like, and I don't mind PDA. Like, I'm not one of those people who's like, okay, I don't, I feel weird kissing my don't husband. Kiss me, yeah. yeah, exactly. But like, when I am dealing, oh, Baba. When I am dealing with like a crew of people, cameras, the captain, his tiny little adorable self watching us make love on the boat. It's intense. He was like basically inside her, like he at was. that point. Like it was real freaky. There was that moment too where he was like, he sees her on, I think it's called the stern. And he's just like, <laughs> if I could take a picture of you with this background, I would make it my screensaver for forever. And I was just, I was just imagining him being like, but let's just like, Maybe, uh, you know, take that top off and let those titties breathe. (laughs) There we go. Let your freak flag fly. That was really hard for me to say. Also, like, I love that that's the 21st century, like, romantic line. Like, instead of, like, if I could paint a portrait of you and hang it on my wall, like, in my room. If I could take a photo of you and make it my wallpaper on my phone, it would be there forever (laughs) until technology dies. Until my next uh, model of iPhone. 
Like, and then surely it will be new. That is so funny. Um, Until it is a holographic image. But yeah, no, I felt so bad for the captain and the deckhands because I feel like, listen, you're watching these two hot people basically dry hump and he's going to have to try, the captain's going to have to try not to get a boner watching it oh and be professional. <laughs> he's like, I am on TV too now. Like I have the a wife entire and bachelor kids. crew, like, the oh whole crew on the boat, they all have boners because it's just like, I'm watching this. I like, do this wonder is crazy. for the producers if they're just like, I think that they have to just look at it as a game. Like I remember when I was in a hot tub with Ari and there's literally just a full crew of producers just standing there like, yes, okay, this is good. This is exactly where we want that. You just know so that half weird. of them are half masked. They have to be. I don't think so. I think really? at that point they're just like, it's like when you're a gynecologist or something and you're just like inspecting vaginas and that's Very just what true. you do. They're just like romance, sex. It's what we do. We make it happen. We get Very our true. jobs done and we leave. Like they're just, extremely like that's very true and dry about it oh my god i do wonder what their own relationships are are like though the producers like i'm like what is what are your romantic relationships like are these healthy relationships like interesting a lot yeah i mean i'm sure they get offered numerous like when i mean when they're out and like a girl finds out that you're a producer on the bachelor come on do you think are they just like so they're just always Was auditioning. Luke, like, really that crazy? <laughs> no, I feel like they just always be, always be auditioning. They'd be like, oh my God, let's be friends. Let's hang out. But they're always like perfectly holding themselves together. Yeah, I just had a horrible breakup. My mom has cancer. Like, so when it's is crazy. the casting? They just randomly always show up with like a rose and make sure wherever they see them, they're kind of in like a windy zone. So their hair is always blowing. And always like staring off into the distance. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm so sorry. Wearing some crazy cocktail. Y- yeah. You caught me thinking. I was just deep in thought. You caught me thinking. Sorry, I was just feeling <laughs> pensive today. Look at Ruth right now. Oh, my God. She's so cute. Um, okay. So they were making it on the boat. Yes. Um, and then, I mean, yes. Pete, Petey is just absolutely adorable. He's so open with her. He's so, I don't know. He's just, he was giving me this, like, high school boyfriend vibe that is totally what he is right he seems like your first boyfriend who like you guys fall so madly in love with each other and he tells you how much he loves you and he's gonna be there for you and then you guys have to break up when you go to college yeah that's sad but that was that's what i'm feeling it's funny too because she keeps saying different lines about pete where she's like like you know last week she said he's like the ken doll that i would always like pretend to be my husband with the barbies and then this week she said something like pete is the guy that i've always imagined to be with it's really interesting which is why i was very surprised that sweetie Petey was our guy what do you mean what are you talking about what are you talking? oh the boy. windmill guy oh my goodness praise the lord that it was pete in the I, window thank god oh there my is a god oh my god and he's watching out for oh hannah god. i was so i literally i could not i like hit the floor laughing when I, it was pete when you saw the because window because it's literally yeah, yeah, yeah. we've been listening to people talk for for weeks saying it's it has to be jed i 90, I, I was convinced yes, it was jed, yes we were 100%. both convinced and like i think 90 percent of the world was convinced it was jed and then there were those 10 percenters that were like maybe it's tyler maybe it's tyler I, no pete, one said it's pete no one said anything about pete and i just pictured pete so smug in his plane flying around right now being like oh those sons of bitches have no idea <laughs> it was me it was me now, the whole time i actually had a thought too that luke may have been either this 
normally they air the overnight dates in order. Mm-hmm. I actually think that Luke might have been second or third, and that Jed's date might have come after Luke. Oh my possibly. god! And you think maybe they had sex? Oh wait, too? no, no, no. That wouldn't make sense because then when she was having the conversation with Jed, she would have just been like, "Oh." Like, I sent Luke home. Yes. So never yes, mind. Yes, Actually, yes. Luke probably okay. was last. But I thought it was interesting that she brought up, like, the sex in a windmill. Maybe it's just because it was funny and it was in a windmill. But it definitely seemed like she got it on with Jed, which we'll get to that later. <sighs> but I did think it was interesting that she's like, I fucked two guys. All, you know, yeah, I think that. she got it on with Jed, but I don't think they had sex. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I'm interested to hear about okay. this because... Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. So she has dinner with... So, so Pete might have been the only one she took to Poundtown? I, I think she, he was the only one she took to Poundtown. Now, my theory maybe is... Okay. Number one, that okay. he is high school boyfriend vibes. And so there's a safety there. Yes. So... 100%. She's she, comfortable, even if maybe she is more into Jed. Yeah. He also said, I love you twice. And she hasn't said that she's in love with him or that she loves him back. So fuck you, Hannah, about that. But... <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you not love him? But, you know, she... And, and actually, I did have a bit of an issue with that. She was sort of, like, waiting. And then once he was like, I love you, then she's like, great, now we can fuck. And it was And just she said, like, like, that wasn't that hard, was it? When he finally... Finally said it. And I'm like, bitch, you have not said anything back to him. Are you just playing games with little Petey's heart? I sure hope she's not. Because that was my second thought, is that I think maybe she took him to Pound Town because he was the first date and she's been pent up. And oh. so she got it out with Pete, which is then why she had the wherewithal to be like, no, Tyler, we can't. Which I have... My, okay, there's okay, okay. I, <laughs> so many thoughts about this episode. But yeah, I think... I don't know. With Pete, it's just... It seems like she keeps saying, even when she's talking about how, you know, she's always imagined herself with him. She doesn't finish her sentence, but there always seems to be a but. Yeah. Well, that that was was our thing. I mean, that was last week. We thought Pete was going home. That's why I'm shook that he was windmill boy. Yeah. I can't even believe it. The only one she like really hasn't cried about is Luke and Jed. I'm I'm telling you, like, those are the two that she's most into. It's insane. I agree. And we, well, we find that out. Oh, her conversation yeah. with yeah, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so her evening date outfit, they, by the way. Her evening date outfit was everything. Top notch. Top notch. And I was loving the fact that like a few minutes into the to their time together, she's like, I need to take this off. And she's like, she's like, I'm really hot. I'm like, girl, you know, I see him in a full suit, like, and he does not look sweaty. She just did the full slow reveal. It was amazing. It was great. Um but I also noticed when they were having their little dinner together, she also talks the least with Peter. Like, he talks by far more than she does when they're together. She does a lot of just, uh uh-huh, and responding and smiling to Peter. Versus with Tyler, she's constantly pushing Tyler. Give me more information, and she'll kind of, like, push him. And then with Jed... I feel like she talks more, and then with Luke, they just argue constantly. Yeah, but she's also done the same thing with Luke, though, where she's like, "Give me, like, tell yeah, me more, push, give me more." But with like, Pete, she really doesn't talk much. She yeah, because I think she him. just enjoys his affection until yeah. like she's his bored. adoration. Oh, yeah. Well, Pete. I did wonder about this because he was saying stuff like, "You're perfect for me," yada yada yada, and I was just wondering, like, what do you think about Pete's feelings for her? I obviously don't think he's fake at all, but do you think that Pete really sees her, like? Do you think that in the real world, Pete would have that much adoration for her? I don't know about in the real world, but I will say that before I actually watched uh, this episode, I was on the phone with my mother and I was like, I don't think I've seen a season in a long time that I firmly believe 
that at least three of the top four guys are really, really genuinely in to the lead. So you think Tyler, Luke, and uh, and Pete. Pete? And I think Jed's a maybe. I think he may actually really, really be into Hannah, but he's just a shithead. It's so hard for me to tell at this point. Because, I can't like, tell. Nothing, he's nothing. the ultimate mystery. In the worst way possible. In the worst, in the unsexiest <laughs> way possible. But I feel like Peter is just... Um, I mean, Hannah has described her type... And her type is always farmer, manly, <laughs> you know, country boy. It sounds like you're describing Chris. Uh, what's his face? Chris. Yes, Soles. I'm sure she would have gone on his season. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I feel like actually, they actually would have been a really good couple together. My mind, <laughs> mind is blown. blown up. She was supposed to be with the farmer this whole time, but I feel like I don't pick. I mean, Pete is not like a manly man. Yeah. And I picture him like. I don't picture him with manly hands. I picture him with like very soft hands, like pilot gloves. Yeah. I I picture him driving with gloves, like slowly taking them off with his soft. He's a gentleman in like a very like. Yes. He's very much like an old dad, you know, and like his dad is also, his dad, his dad is also very like soft and sensitive. And I I love, I love, I, again, we, you know, we, we both live for a guy with a little bit of femininity, but I don't think that that's Hannah's type. I don't think so either. I also just think, um, I think that he could do better for himself quite a lot better. Pete could. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll, we'll, uh, see him on paradise or bat the bachelor. I don't know. I know. I don't know though. I'm getting, I've been getting shook this whole time. I don't, I mean, nothing would surprise me really with ABC at this point, but I don't know how the public would handle that. I also don't know if he would go on of his own volition. I think he would. Oh, yeah. he's so fucking smart. He's just—he's yeah. I think he a hundred percent would. It's the perfect place to talk about his single vacation. Oh my God, <laughs> he's gonna have his next hit single, Paradise, out. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Okay. Yes. So they then, you know, they end up going off to their fantasy suite. I love that Pete had a moment where he goes, "Greece is known for the windmills, right?" When they're walking up, and Hannah's like, "Yeah, sure." It's like Pete almost knew this whole time that it was going to become this whole like windmill fuckery yes, situation, yes. and he was just like dropping these little like <laughs> hint bombs in America, is just like you know, oh my god. Um, also, though, the smallest fantasy suite ever miniature miniature i mean i was wondering when that's why when we were talking about her fucking in a windmill we're like wait wait wait. but like how do they have a fantasy suite room in there it like is, did they just run it off was into a so windmill? small there was no electricity which is maybe another reason why they ended up having sex it's just like black in there so like what are you supposed <laughs> For to a do? second i thought that the couch was a pull-out bed i didn't realize that there was another room with the bed and i was like this is awesome this fucking sucks this is almost as bad as becca and ari when they got a tent in the middle of the desert oh that was and that she said was she not had to okay pee outside of the tent oh that's hot yeah that that's gonna make you feel like you want to live with that person for forever no running water like oh god that's my nightmare <sighs> i'd get i mean it would be fun but not alive. for your first freaking night with someone oh no that's i guess like, it could be romantic you look up at the stars like yeah, but when you're squatting outside, the windmill was almost worse. Like you said, because it's just like totally dark, no windows into the outside world. Just like, and then they ugh. had that like strange treasure chest that had condoms in it and like other little goodies. And I was like, snacks. Is this like 
her dowry box <laughs> where Chris Harrison is just like, I'll pay you 50 gold coins and, and, and 12 was, oxen. Yeah, so this is seven of my cows. I don't know. That was so weird. Was and so then strange. I wondered, I was like, did he actually put the condom in there? No, he can't be. Oh, he can't the be producers like, no. had to. I bet the producers put a condom. They're like, go look in that box. There's going to be like special goodies for you. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to have like oxen milk and like sheep stuff in oh there. And then God. there's like a a full-blown condom that was ridiculous well so and then the next morning he says i love you again and i just i can't believe that she hasn't expressed any of that emotion towards him yeah i mean i can believe it but i'm just like wow really yeah i mean she definitely seemed happy in the morning like it definitely seemed like the sex was good because she was doing she the kept whole being like this is really that was really nice well and she's just like you know pete is zeus and i am aphrodite the greek okay. goddess of love which and like, by doing the way dance. aphrodite is zeus's daughter Oh God! But don't they? <laughs> but don't they bang? No. Are we sure? Zeus. That I mean, stuff gets twisted. <laughs> Zeus is. I mean, Aphrodite is Zeus's daughter, and I was like, Oh, you Lord. know, I had to look it up. Of I was course, like, you did. <laughs> you have. To. I was like, maybe this. Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna not gonna finish the comment about her southern roots. Um, <gasps> yes. but, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So. She I, definitely seemed into but it. But she sure seemed like the sex was good. He seems like he makes a sweet, sweet love. He is a giver. He, he is passionate, probably generous. probably went downtown over and over again. Yes. Like, that. he just that's seems exactly like that the type vibe of that guy. I was, that's exactly the vibe that I was getting. He probably wrapped the sheets around himself like a toga. Was very, he looked like, really tired. They looked puffy like they hadn't slept a single wink. Yep. Um, and he said, we came together like so much last night. He's like, it was almost like we were one. No, he said, we came together like, so, and I was like, you guys. Oh, you like actually came, came together, together so many times last night. And, oh, that's what he said. He said he has the sense they're one now. It's like the sense they're one now. That's, bitch. Oh, that's God. tragic. I know. Um, he's not going to last to the final. I don't think you so. You don't think so? I just, I did not think so. Absolutely. Especially what I said last week, but. After he surprised me as Windmill Boy, there's a little bit of kind of like, I don't know, is Pete just the dark horse in this who's going to all of a sudden like... Maybe because she did... Man, Tyler's date. Fuck, I want to kill myself. Okay, Okay. but also I did notice before the windmill thing, and this is what kind of colors my opinion on the towards the end of the episode a uh-huh. little differently she was talking about like you know intimacy is really important to me and she seems like she is trying to justify her actions to herself and to her family and all these kind of things right and i'll get more into it when we talk about her date with tyler but she seems to have still a lot of like apprehension about and 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 you know like having to justify like intimacy is important so i need to like yes this is the reason why i'm doing this with pete because like i'm not a slut like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i think that that's part of the reason why i i don't know i think a lot of the reaction with luke and i'll get into it was very like internalized shame where she it was sort of like the darkest part of herself speaking to herself i absolutely i definitely agree with that and i don't know it just it kind of sucks and i felt like we also saw it in tyler's date because i feel like she Okay, let's get into Tyler's date. Well, okay. So, first of all, Tyler starts off his date by saying, I'm ready to propose to her. I'm ready to get down on one knee. Oh. Like, he is confident. Like, I believe Tyler is I in believe, love with Hannah. I believe Tyler is in love with Hannah, too. I, I, He's got the support of his family. You know, his dad's the thing. Like, she's the one. They they are great together. They had such a wonderful I mean, time in the hometown. can hometowns. we talk about not judging a book by its cover? I have to slap myself around. We were like, he's a fuckboy. He's going to be the crazy one. Like, Douche he's going to... He's going to break her heart, blah, 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 blah. And this wow. This guy he, is a, 
I almost said a queen. <laughs> but he is a he queen. He is a queen. <laughs> He's a total queen. <laughs> I just, I have nothing bad to say about the guy. Absolutely we were literally nothing. saying before we started recording, we're like, we can't think of anything. We try. We're racking our brains. Picky. Yeah, we're trying to rack our brains to think of like, what can we dig out with Tyler? I have nothing. I have nothing. nothing. The, only, the, the one thing I could say is when he was kind of mean and he said we had a five foot eight villain. Yes, I think that 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 uh, Luke is aggravating the short him. shaming. <laughs> I don't like that, Tyler. But that's just me being very particular. That's because like literally the he, only thing I could bring he's up. He's absolute perfection. He's such a sweetheart. He's perfection. And I just love the way he handled the state. The, and way, I love the way he, he bites his, his lip when he looks down at her. I'm like. Whew. I was good downstairs for a week after watching their uh, massage situation. Well, so the massage. First of all, Liza Minnelli welcomed them into the massage. <laughs> into the massage or me. <laughs> or was she me? I literally looked at the screen and I go, is that me? <laughs> I can't quite tell. <laughs> I get into this massage room and I am immediately uncomfortable. I was incredibly uncomfortable watching it. Yeah. He said you make me want to pounce on that table and I'm just like oh dear god I hope the masseuses cannot speak English because this you're like I um, know. Sir. Again all these poor people these like service <laughs> industry people who have to deal with them. It's so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable and then when he <laughs> when he goes to take over for the masseuse and she's just Her like face okay like i don't know what to do she and they just, just like, kind of like against protocol <laughs> she, they just all kind of shuffle out like i guess we're going to leave unless they're we like, want to see him finger her in front of all oh of us oh my god they're like also though are we gonna get fully paid for our service because we only got halfway through Is the we got three minutes included? into the massage i'm wondering do i go to my next client oh. like do they want us back in it and point? he just like hopped up and, and was just like made that decision what was hilarious is she immediately was like this is not the trained masseuse who was massaging my legs. Like, there was a definite shift once you started You're doing like, this, buddy. Well, yeah, I would imagine you mean the hands that are double the size and probably dripping with sexual sweat. The nervousness, come on. The tension. I was like, I was just like in the room with my mother-in-law or with Grayson's mom. And I was just like, I, I look at her other. I'm like, I, this is so, I don't know what's happening. I, here's my thing. The, the Pete date and then especially this first half of Tyler's date, I was so not uncomfortable in a bad way, but like I am invading these people's private moments. Oh, like totally. I, I cannot recall a session. Her makeout session with Tyler on that table, I think, was the most sexual thing I've ever seen I, on The Bachelor. I was like, oh, my. Well, on top of the fact Hannah, that it's my Hannah favorite. Colton's shower. Remember that? That true. That's pretty wild. But but they they filmed the, the, the angles it. and everything was super. The angles. And then also, like, you know, let's be real. The, the porn, the porn, like, uh, um, category massage is one of like the biggest porn categories for women so they're like really feeding into all of their oh. female they're zooming in on all of his glorious muscles grayson's mom goes oh i think he should just reach up and slip her panties off and i was oh like Linda, stop! oh my god please you're ruining this for me but also yeah that's probably exactly what he wants to do oh my god it was it was the hottest it was the hottest thing I've seen on, I believe, in I think on the Bachelorette screen. And this bitch has the audacity, the audacity. How dare you not hit a homer with that guy after he puts in that groundwork on that massage table? I was table. also like, how is this ABC, the Family Channel? I w- this is this is 
way more intense than like PG thirteen movies. This is like a this is a it's eight p.m. Oh my! It's airing on eight p.m. Like children Prime are still time. awake. Primetime TV. Like I mean, my goodness. I mean, I want to be sex positive for my child, but I'm also like, I don't know if I if she, I should expose her to something well, like this. Well, there's a difference too between being sex positive and then having someone who's that have your kid who's watch about who's to penetrate penetrate someone. And also someone who's that attractive. <laughs> Where no Let's matter not cause our daughters to stumble. No matter no matter what your sexuality may be, everyone wants Tyler. It's just skin <laughs> on. It's just and and just the their skin, just the contact, the everything. And they the, were tan. They were, oh, they God. were tan. They, they were, were both tan. hot. God, oh, it was. God. It was very. It was out of control. Uh, so then, of course, she then comes in saying that she's concerned our that emotions need to catch up sometimes. well she says like to the producers that she's concerned that she's focusing too much on physicality with tyler clearly it's not a problem for them it's interesting that she says that because so then she goes on to justify um or, or to explain that the reason she's not going to have sex with him is because she feels like their relationship doesn't need that however i would argue that probably the healthiest thing for the relationship at that point if she doesn't want to make decisions going forward with engagements based Based on physical attraction yeah wouldn't it be best to like get that out of the way i mean we see this all the time with purity culture of people rushing into marriage because they've got the hots for each other like yeah i feel like with tyler she 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 made a comment um that you know look at him i can't believe he likes me he's oh. gorgeous and she made that comment so part of me i mean honestly back, i would feel the same way i'd be like I mean, what have course. i done to deserve yeah this man? who is this adonis in front of me like but I think in the back of her head still, she probably still thinks that he's a fuck boy. He's too beautiful. He's too perfect that maybe she was protecting herself by being like, will this guy respect me if I don't have sex with him tonight? That and I think, will everyone respect me if I have sex with all four of the dudes? True, though she wouldn't have had to reveal if she did. There's plenty of people no. who go on the show who have sex and don't but talk about it. But she made a point to say, she didn't also have to make a point about that she wasn't going to sleep with him. And she made a point of like, I am not going to have sex with Tyler. Yeah. She also didn't have to say that on camera. True. But I think, well, she had, she wanted to say that to him, I think, before going into the fantasy suite. Yeah. But I'm saying the reason I, I think part of the reason why she made that decision is because I, I don't know. I don't I think that she wanted to make a point to like her family and people back home and people who might shame her of like I didn't fuck all four guys and that wasn't the reason I wanted to take four guys to the fantasy suite. But why Tyler? You know what I mean? Why Tyler? Don't waste him. <laughs> I also do wonder if everything hadn't happened with Luke if she was planning on sleeping with Luke. That's true. She even still though- said on his date that he was the best kisser. I know. He even though, he's still even the though best I feel kisser. like he made it pretty clear from like the beginning, even though he would get real crazy with her, that he wasn't going to have sex. Well, and so that's kind of, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into okay. that. Um, so at the, at the uh, dinner with Tyler, she, he, I will say when she all of a sudden kind of starts bringing up her, uh, nervousness about certain things and her questions about things in their relationship. That was one of the, again one of those moments where I go, dude, Tyler is so locked into this because he looked like in shock and he looked so upset when yeah. she was saying all that. Um, she asks him not to be physical. They need to get each other get to know each other emotionally. Um, I was dying when Tyler made the comment. I look at the man I am today as not the same kid I was nine weeks ago, and I was like, must have been a wild nine weeks. <laughs> 
You were a child. Nine you were a child. Ago, you're a man. Yeah, no. Um, but she, I love how she goes, let's not get physical. And he goes, of course not. And he dive bombs back into like licking her face. Oh my God. But then, yeah. he, you know, he pulled back after a few minutes. So I think that was one of my favorite things of the episode about how she talked about how the next day he was actually the one that was setting boundaries for her during their night. And I was like, wow, a man who not only respects it. Cause there are guys that are like, Oh, I totally respect that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, if she's into it further, like I'll definitely take it further. But he, he was cutting it off and was saying, Hey, no, that you said that you didn't want to do this. So like, let's pull back and that is what a man of honor and she said that he is her quote the most respectful man that she's she's been with ever ever. and then she emphasized that ever and then she started crying oh my god because Because then she's gonna fucking send him home (laughs) what the fuck how do you know though man because she you she like when she was gonna send mike home she sobbed watching tyler walk away she cried knowing that this is the man that she should be with and she is not going to choose him i'm calling it right now it's the tears of tragedy it's the tears of tragedy and she reserves them for the men that she's about to axe at least sometime in the next week or two if not this week next week he is not going all the way i'm saying it now she cried those tears of regret that she regrets that she could not feel for him what she feels for the other fuck boys hanging around so depressed I'm so depressed. I mean, you you saw it when she was walking, watching him walk away. Like she oh, wishes she could feel he for looked, him. He, there was like this reminiscent. He had bat his backpack on one sh- shoulder, like a, a soldier walking away to war, and she was like saying and it goodbye was kind to of like him. He knew it too. He knew it too. He had like a like grief in his face. I know, and like watery eyes. I know, and he like was hanging like saying like goodbye to her. I know, I know. Oh my god, I hate it. Okay. One thing, well, and that also might have been why she didn't sleep with him too, because she might know in her heart of hearts that she's, that she's this is not a man she's going to marry. Tyler, <laughs> I'm going to tear my clothes. Tyler, I'm a grieving widow. Just throw like ashes on my head, Tyler. <laughs> you know, those are some biblical references. I was thinking the same thing: tearing of clothes and the. Ash. The weeping, the weeping and the gnashing of teeth. Tyler. <laughs> so dramatic. Um, I have to say, too, what? though, I let's everyone needs to take a note from Tyler. He wakes up. He leaves. We love a man who goes on theme. He's wearing a full Grecian shirt. He looks straight up like <laughs> Santorini in his shorts. We love a man who goes with a theme. We okay? also love a man who... Who, who respects a woman. Who respects a woman. Who is who is about not only, you know, people throw around the word female empowerment, but he is truly about, like, empowering the woman he's with, standing up for her, and letting her take charge. Exactly. And he didn't bitch about the fact that his date was on a boat and maybe he got seasick. You know that, what? I was thinking about that the whole time, rocking around on one of those things. Yes, truly. You know what? Tyler is the kind of guy who'd be like, babe, do you want me to go get tampons for you for them from the store? That is 1,000% who Tyler is. He would offer to do it. Offer. Babe, do you need me to go get you some Midol and, like, tampons from the store? And you'd ask Or he would have already done it. He's like, babe, I've been charting your, your cycle. Oh, my God. It's your time or of the month next him, week. He's got a full calendar on his, on his phone or, like, up on his wall. <laughs> yes! Or, or you say, yeah, could you please go get me tampons? And then he'd come back. And not only would he come back with tampons, he'd snacks. come back with snacks that are your favorite. He'd come back with a magazine. Massage oil. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you know what you don't have to do? What? 
<laughs> you don't have to have a man like Tyler go get your tampons from the store if you use Lola. Because oh my god, she's right. Oh yeah, because Lola is, right. is an amazing female-founded company that offers uterine care through their line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes sent right to your door. Oh, man, baby. Uh, so these two amazing ladies who started Lola, Jordana Keir and Alexander Friedman, started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. They ask themselves, if we care about the ingredients and the food we eat and the beauty products we use, why shouldn't the same be true of our feminine care products? Mm -hmm. Seems like a no-brainer, right? Well, the FDA does not require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their uterine care products, so most of them don't. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine care products and uterine care products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrance, and dyes, but not Lola. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. Lola makes your period as easy as it can possibly be because they have a customizable subscription service that you can put together online. Do you want tampons or pads? ultra slim or super plus lola lets you choose and then they deliver the box right to your door in whatever amount or shipping frequency you request and on top of it all jess and i are obsessed with the look of lola oh. never has there ever been a uterine care brand that is so aesthetically pleasing these tampons are gorgeous you could you could decorate your room with these literally things. i want earrings like lola dangly that, that tampon earrings cute. dope right make a note i'm obsessed and i'm obsessed with the convenience and the feel of their products and for every purchase lola donates uterine care products to homeless shelters across the united states for 40 percent off your first month subscription visit mylola.com and enter chatty when you subscribe that's 40 percent off your first month's subscription visit mylola.com and enter chatty when subscribing well you know uh what man is not a one we love who does not do a theme is fucking jed <laughs> you know why because pete wore flip-flops and a t-shirt and Tyler, jed's wearing his fucking stupid combat boots again he's wearing brown music oh God, boots he's wearing those brown nashville boots with black skinny jeans you're in greece dress well, like it <laughs> I don't care if you have to take your motherfucking hotel sheet and make a goddamn toga out of it. <laughs> you dress for the vacation and occasion. Wear your robe. <laughs> Wear your robe. I don't care. Even Luke. Luke wore shorts. Get a fucking grape leaf from the brunch and wear it around your loins, okay? <laughs> we want to see some effort. <laughs> oh, my God. But really, that was that was making me so angry the second he walked up. Oh. I was like, Jed, come on, By dude. the way, can we bring up what somebody uh, brought up about Jed and his sister real quick? Oh, about please. how, like, Jed, all throughout, apparently, his Instagram, his Women Crush Wednesday has been his sister. Yes, if you, uh, one of our broads is uh, just such a badass detective and sent us all these screenshots from his <laughs> Instagram, but also from hers and all his weird comments on all of her pictures. What are his weird comments? They were just like all these like wowzers with like fire flames and just all very like about her the way that she looked. That's like, so hottest fucking chick. weird. Yeah, and then his Woman Crush Wednesday is always her and then talks about like how hot she is. It's weird. Okay, they don't really look alike. Do you think they're maybe not full siblings? 
Stop. Maybe. Maybe he was cheating on his girlfriend with his half-sister. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Maybe they're step-siblings, though, for real. And you know if they are step-siblings, that's technically not wrong. That's true. But still fucking weird and probably a lot of people's fantasies. I was going to say, that's another huge porn subcategory. Uh, stepsister, that's gross. Oh, God. Ew. Oh, my God. It was making me very uncomfortable, whatever it was. Those posts were... It were too far for a brother. <laughs> too far. It'd be like... It's not brotherly brother. love. I don't have a brother, but it'd be like if my dad was oh, always I have commenting... Brothers. If my brother was like... Uh, did okay my brother would do flame emojis if i had like a good outfit but he wouldn't well, be like sure. wow heart eyes and like weird shit like that or ew. just be like or my if and either of my brothers posted me as their woman crush wednesday i'd be like ew take that down yeah i imagine I if i did my brother as my man crush monday um no and like didn't say something like as a joke yeah yeah i don't know even like so, if you I were just, no but but if you do a man crush monday and, and like have it be like messing around like oh you know look at this little dweeb whatever and oh then, sure, sure but sure. like man crush then, monday with like a childhood photo of yeah, them or something or like it's his birthday and it's cute sure. and kind of a joke but like when it's like his legitimate like woman like crush every wednesdays week. like every week and it's like just a picture of like them together and like him saying like how gorgeous she is okay <laughs> too much too much i know we're gonna get dms now people being like me and my brother have a relationship like that we're very close and it's not weird okay oh boy oh. okay anyway uh so so jed has another date where why does he always interact with the townspeople why do, why they, do they why throw they him have, out in this situation always um why do they have a fifth hometown date with these random Greek yeah, people no, where they were being interrogated were being by interrogated. someone else's mom. And I, and I, I live I for it. the Greeks. I live for the Greeks. The dancing, <laughs> the, the culture. They were giving them um, the Uza, which is that, that shot that they took. And Uza is like everyone in, in Greece drinks it. And it's a very strong alcohol and it tastes like um, black licorice. Oh. It has anise in it. And oh, they were love. doing shots. It sounds oh, great. it's delicious. Ooh, yum. It kind of sounds like a digestive. I've oh, really been into it's those lately. Amazing. Um, but they were grilling them. Grilling them. Dude, that I'm I'm like, do you guys watch the show? Like, do you know Hannah's background? Like, is that why you're so invested in this? <laughs> oh like, have God. you been keeping up on reality Steve? Yeah, they like, were like, We know the truth about <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> like, okay. do an accident. Which, by the way, what I have to say about Jed is we have noticed. We, I'm talking about like me and Grayson's mom and Gray. We have noticed that he is very passive aggressive and you notice. He's unbelievably passive aggressive. Unbelievably. You notice the way that he was dealing when that lady was interrogating them. Yeah. He got super silent and just like shut down. Yeah. And it was just like, I need to talk to you. And just like, he is very, that is very much his MO I've noticed. Oh yeah. No, he shut down so hard. And I loved, I loved the girl who was just like, how are you going to decide? just slammed hannah and she's like well i think you fall in love with different ways in different ways blah 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 and she's just like i think when the man comes in your life you'll understand after the first look jed's sitting there tripping balls tripping balls and then irony of irony is that jed says well the idea that the person i'm falling in love with being with other people that's really hard it's like oh the person that you're falling in love with is with other people you cheater i didn't catch that line oh my god what an what a douche canoe. I hate him. I know, I can't stand him. Okay. Okay, sorry. Ruthie was wait, 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 having wait. a little bit of uh, having a little struggles, but let's get back into Jed and his shadiness. Jed. Oh my. Oh so, my. So oh, yes. the, Jed, the random Greek family. Yes, he 
decides to drop his little ridiculous no shit Sherlock bomb and then pull, <sighs> pulls Hannah aside Dude. for a chat. Dude. You start. I was so angry listening to this. Furious. Furious. Because, like you were saying, the whole passive-aggressive thing, it was oozing out of his pores. His just, like, his demeanor just angers me in general. He's so, like, serious-faced and, like, uh, And then he just keeps saying things like, I'm in this for you. I'm here for you. And it oh was like, God. you are 100% you are not. not. Literally, you signed a contract that your music agency recommended and sent to you. And that is why you're on the show. You are not oh, here for God. Hannah. I also found it just like the biggest irony because Luke is there for Hannah. Yes. Of all his fucked up glory. <laughs> he is. Jed, yeah. is, I'm like, what? No. Have you fooled yourself into thinking that you came with the purest of intentions? He seems to like maybe at this point in the game is like is deep in now, and it's just like oh, I'm here for you, and like forgetting, like uh, forget about Haley back at home waiting for you. I mean, you are in the bubble, and it's two months still. It seems like it would be hard to forget about the actual serious relationship you left behind, especially when you're strumming your girlfriend girlfriend's guitar every day. That that still I I was actually re-listening to that episode, which I rarely do, but I was listening to that and like her fucking guitar case in the shots. Like, are you kidding me? No, that is. You'd always remember. You'd you always can't see get, it. You so can't that's get away the thing. From they it. keep saying like, you know, he says he'll wait until his side of the story comes out or whatever. He has her guitar case, like you said, it's in her photos. There are photos of them all over. It's it's done. Like. I mean, I guess. What is he going to say? What do you think? What is he going to say? He's going to, he's going to, I'd probably say that it wasn't serious and he was casually dating somebody and he should have been honest with Hannah about it from the get go. And that Haley's obsessed with him and her <laughs> career and is using this for her career, oh, even bitch. though she's a thousand times more successful than he is. Really? Yeah. She actually like records with like well-known mm-hmm. artists and like is like a well-known name God. around Nashville. Like for he was playing. probably using her. A hundred percent for the four yeah. months and he found a better opportunity. And you know, yeah. Hannah. And maybe he actually didn't really like her that much. And maybe he's completely in love with Hannah, but bad way to start buddy. Bitch. But you know what? I bet if he gets another, like, I bet if he has the luck, the sheer blessing of getting with somebody else in bachelor world, I bet everyone will just forget about all this shit with Hannah. That's what seems to happen. Isn't it? <sighs> wow. Okay. I don't um, even know who he would date in Bachelor World. No, I have but. no idea either. Um, so he says that he needs clarity on Luke and he wants to see her be the best, per- or he wants her to be with the best person she should be with. It's just wild. It's so out of pocket for one thing to talk about Luke in their time at all, like and to talk about any right. other guy. It's so inappropriate. And then on top of that, to, and then he said later on, you just, oh, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Well, the, he pulls in the whole, I can't believe someone as amazing as you could consider him. It's like, well, she's considering you too, Jed. So clearly <laughs> she has some some issues with the guys that she likes. Okay. He, he also started off that conversation with, even though your relationship with him has nothing to do with me. I'm like, yeah, oh, no, yeah. exactly. It has like, yeah, nothing so, to so do keep with you. Ch- and I... I think like, so all the guys have been bringing up Luke for forever at this point. We finally have had a lull for the past like two weeks, especially during hometowns because he's not interacting with any of them. Yeah. But I think when Luke's name got called before his, his pride was hurt. And now he's like on some like ego binge. I think so too. And see, that's the, um, that's kind of the interesting thing about this because 
I maybe do have the unpopular opinion, like when Luke was asking her if she slept with you. I actually do think at this point in the game, the guys do have the right to ask certain questions. However, Mm -hmm. when it comes to him giving her an ultimatum of like, you need to dump Luke, like, otherwise I won't love you was kind of what it was was seeming like. It was so manipulative. Jed's, Jed's conversation with Hannah to me, 100% paralleled Luke's conversation. All the difference is, is that Jed's not so much of an idiot as Luke is and, like, just controls his tongue way better but also and is wording more, things. It's more subtle, too. It's so way more subtle. This is it's way more ca- passive-aggressive. It, and it's also the kind of thing where if someone isn't, you know, maybe in love with him, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, he's just looking out for me. He just wants what's best for me. Right. Instead of it being this really kind of abusive, controlling situation. Well, later at their dinner, he literally said to her, this, if you are willing to be with someone like him, my feelings are going to like swiftly change, which is like the same exact thing, basically, that Luke said when he said, if I find out you had sex, I'm leaving. Like, they mm-hmm. are very parallel. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it, I was just listening to this going and then and then the fact that she like he dumps this stuff on her and then she over and over again, like then rat goes into his arms and is like, it's OK. Well, it's no, he's okay. comforting her from behind. Like, no, you're you're OK. You're OK. It's, it, it was so it was so manipulating with manipulation. Oh, my God. He also, I don't know if he said it verbatim, but it was something along the lines of if you really loved me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, this is red flag, like abusive relationship oh, yeah. 101. Like yeah. if you really loved me, you would do this for and me. And by the way, this is coming off and maybe they just didn't air it, which I assume if it would have happened, they would have aired it because drama. But like this is coming off of a hometown where Hannah felt very insecure. Your family, Jed, did not make her feel comfortable. You know they didn't because you know for a fact that your mom said to her, he's not ready, blah, blah, blah. And yet there's no conversation had about the fact that Jed's not ready for marriage, apparently from his whole family standpoint. And Hannah's getting the one, is Hannah's getting grilled, not Jed. I know. That was what blew my mind, that Hannah wasn't like, yo, so your family said you're not ready for marriage. They're all concerned about it. Should should I be worried? In fact, Jed is coming for her. He said it says a lot about you. I'm like, no, probably uh, it probably says a lot about you that your family's all assholes <laughs> and they all think that you're not ready for marriage and these are the people that, that you're are in love with be- your sister <laughs> and that she's also really mean. <sighs> At least you're- be in love with your sister who's nice. God. I mean, yeah, it was just oh my I God. couldn't. I and then, well, no, I was dying though when they had their first conversation before the dinner, and Hannah's just like, "How honest do you want me to be?" I know. And then she said that Luke and her have had like this intense connection. Like, I feel like she dropped a few things in this episode where you hear, and then she then later in the part, the point with Luke said that she was feeling love at first sight with him for the first time ever. Like, she was feeling, and this is. Y'all, this is proof that this was not producer. Like, she likes Luke a lot. The producers are not making her keep him around. Which also, it was kind of like abusive relationship 101. She said a very key point about Luke in the beginning where she, in the beginning of their date, where she said, he's different with me when it's just the two of us and everyone else. And that is actually, listen, this is actually when they educate you on like emotional abuse and physical abuse Mm -hmm. in relationships. One of the key things is when somebody says they're different with me, like when you have to convince your friends, right? No, 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 no. They're just like different other people. Like when it's just me and him, it's different. That's 
No. Hit the road. Hit the road. It's not good. Not Ugh. good. He also said, um, it makes me worry that you can't let go of things that aren't good for you. And that just like oh, blew no, me there, out of the water. There were so many. There were so many moments when he said, again, this was then before the dinner. He said, if you're this close to finding your husband, what makes you hold on to something so uncertain? It's like, go write a shitty song about it, Jed. Stop what trying. makes you hold on to something that's so uncertain? Also, it's like, I don't know. I'm like, what? What? And then she starts kissing him right after this and thanks him for saying something. And this is then where it starts to get pretty screwed up to me, where you know for a fact. And then when this continues on to dinner, if this would have been any of the other guys, they would have been gone. And mm. yet she's thanking Jed. I don't know, what, though. I don't know, really? though. Because like I said, I think it's kind of a, I think it's kind of veiled. This kind of manipulation is kind of veiled because, you know, Luke has, there has been issues with Luke. So I think it's easy to write it off and be like, well, you know, the guys yeah. just don't like Luke. Like he just, he just, he doesn't know Luke like I know Luke. But you I'm know? saying at this point, then when he's like, maybe they wouldn't be gone, but her numerous times, like kissing him and like thanking him for bringing it up. She keeps saying when she's talking to the producers that she's justifying Jed bringing up Luke because it comes from a place of her quote, he loves me genuinely. Yes. He cares about me. He said this is coming from a place of love and because I care about you. Right. She fully trusts him. Yeah. Fully trusts oh him. Oh my God. And is now heartbroken because she thinks that he doesn't trust her. The irony out of, it, of it all. The irony and is unbelievable. Oh and he says before they go to dinner, he says he loves Hannah and doesn't want to see her give her attention to someone who could potentially hurt her oh my god it's just i did I, my, my brain was exploding we want to talk time. about the real pathological liar dude he has convinced himself that he is dude, has facts. the most pure intentions it is so wild that it's it is pretty insane like, it's pretty insane and i'm sure i'm sure when he explains himself we we're gonna see him just I don't even know. I don't even know. I cannot wait to find out. I'm but so part of me feels like I'm I'm I have a feeling maybe that for the after the final rose that they won't have a live sit down with Jed. Do you think so? I feel I feel like it'll be like a pre-recorded. Why would they want to? Why would they want to protect him like that? Wouldn't it be better? It, 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 it'll be live. It'll be live. You think? Yeah. Because it's, nothing's better. Nothing's juicier. Part of me feels like they'd want to have an alone sit down with him so that they could edit it all and make him appear whatever way they want to make him appear. Whether they want to make okay. it seem like Haley was, his ex-girlfriend is crazy, or ma and make him kind of seem like the hero. Why would the they hero. want to protect him, though? If Hannah chooses him and they want to have this love story come from ABC. Okay. What if she's still with him and she chose him and she's still with him? Yeah, I guess so. And they don't want their lead to look bad? I don't know. The lead always kind of ends up looking sort of bad by the end, you what know? Is that? It's true. You kind of <laughs> like, like, I mean, I still love Hannah. Like, yeah. I was, I was, especially at the end of this episode, I was living for her. But I, um... Yeah, it's true. I mean, I guess when you see... I mean, you saw with full, Ari, they made him look like a fucking... Yeah. and then Colton started to look kind of, at least kind of, uh, towards the end. I mean, yeah. Colton, we always had certain feelings about him, but... No, we ended up loving we him. We ended up loving him. him, but I felt like Chris Harrison was so over him at the end. He was, like, so frustrated. <laughs> over his shit. 
But I don't know. I, yeah, I guess maybe when you see so much of someone, like the full range of their interaction with people, like they're going to have moments where they look bad, I guess. I suppose. But yeah, so I don't know. I, I feel like they will make it live with the Judd thing, though. Oh, God, I'm so nervous. Who knows? Um, so he, Hannah cheers. They sit down for dinner. She cheers to being able to be honest. I, I, like, ugh, I can't. He's so boring. And he's so serious. And I really don't understand what she sees in him. Well, and that's what I was going to say. You know, you were saying like, you know, she keeps kissing him and she keeps him. This is the girl that said she wore stars for him because. I know. She's like so into him. It's disgusting. She thanks him for bringing up Luke again. And then that's when he decides to harp on it more as if it wasn't awkward enough earlier. Um, this is the kind of guy who would tell you um, that you can't go out with your certain girlfriends because they're a bad influence. <laughs> You're absolutely right. But would say it in like a very suave way, like would make you think that it's your idea. Yeah. Like, you know, Julie, what do we think about Julie? Always <sighs> use we. What do we think about her? It's like a dad move. <laughs> what do we think about Julie? I mean, you know, after she cheated on her last boyfriend, do, do we think that that's really like a good, uh, the kind of girl you want to be hanging around? You know, I love her. She's great. She's such a hoot. But like, you know, I don't know. You want like, you know, our friends from church, like see you with her. I don't know. I don't know. What if we just do a double date this Friday instead? Yeah, I feel like, you know. That way I can keep tabs on you and watch your every move because I'm a controlling fuckhead. Oh, God. Um, so he says that he'd be lying if he didn't say it doesn't affect how he feels and it so weighs shitty. on him. Um, he said, I get, this is quote, I guess to the core, it kind of says a lot about your decisions when you can look at me and tell me you're falling in love with me and at the same time keep somebody that has been toxic toxic in this process to you and everyone else it makes me feel worried you have a hard time letting go of things that aren't good for you in your life like you said and i'm worried and when i'm worried i retract how i feel so this is actually like the the thing about luke's conversation that that i will argue is that so luke is coming from this sort of objective moral 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 stance right okay Mm -hmm. so I believe this, I believe A is wrong. Okay. I don't do A. Right. I don't want a partner who does A. Right. I want to make sure that you don't do A, otherwise I can't be with you, right? Okay. Now, what Jed's doing, though, to me, is almost even worse than what Luke is doing, because Jed is, for well, for one, Jed is couldn't be the opposite from what he's preaching, mm-hmm. for one. Yes. Because he's just a slimy bastard. Yes. Um... I don't know. There's something that was just even more sinister about this conversation. Maybe it's because of what we know about Jed. Yeah. But for him to say, like, for he he really doesn't know her her relationship with Luke at all, mm-hmm. or how Luke tra- treats her. Yeah, he really doesn't know that at all. He has no idea what their time is like. And for him to like know what's best for Hannah and know that she shouldn't be with Luke, like he has no business saying that. Yeah. It's not like he believes she's in physical danger or anything. Oh, of course not. Yeah. It's hard for me to separate. It's, it's impossible for me to separate at this point, knowing the behind the scenes stuff with him and then how he's acting with her. Well, of course, you know what I mean? It's so hard to separate what we've known of Luke for so many. Oh, of course. But I'm more, I'm I'm saying more about like the whole cheating and all that stuff. Like it's impossible for me to separate. So yes, it seemed very sinister knowing that he's blatantly lying about 
numerous things to her face, not just one, numerous things to her face, and then trying to control her decision and making her feel bad about everything. Well, and also in the same way, trying to get a leg up on the competition. Because mm-hmm. like you said, he saw that Luke got the rose first. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, this will be, this could be the easier, the easiest cut. Yeah. This could be the easiest way for me to get a rose this week. Yep. He sees that, that Luke's already the wounded animal. So it's kind of like, let's, let's, uh, he's the lion chasing behind the gazelle that's limping or old. Totally. Luke's exactly. the old gazelle. Luke's <laughs> like, okay, I can't off Pete or Tyler right now. So like, exactly. let's go for the wounded one. He's the old gazelle. Um, well, Hannah, okay, so obviously she like immediately gets up and is like super frustrated at him. She growls a bit. And then, uh, and then within two minutes, immediately he's letting her touch him and pull oh. her in and she sits back down. Um, he then pulls a Luke and says, I trust your decisions. And it's like, well, but I really upside down. Um, it's like, but no, you don't, because you literally just said that you don't know if you trust you know whatever he's just he's doing a total he's doing a parallel to luke he just doesn't seem yeah he's saying i trust her but but i but he said before i don't trust you because you've kept this guy this far it's a very manipulative way of saying like i trust that you're going to listen to what i said exactly um so she's basically like so we had our first fight but he's so good with me and i do want to be with a songwriter so it's all great (laughs) I'm really looking to go on the road. I love that he writes shitty songs for I me all the time. I love that. I love that we write about our cobblestone together. And then, of course, they get the biggest biggest and bougiest room. Like, what the hell with that gigantic room? I know. But did you find it interesting that with Jed's, we don't see any shots? Oh, wait, no, no, no. Hold on. That might have been my note for Tyler. Yeah, with Tyler's, we didn't even get any shots at all um, of them, like, going into the room or, like, in the morning in the same bed. It was really kind of interesting. We only saw them, like, sitting out for breakfast. Yeah. And then Jed, we get the full up and close oh, yeah. in the morning. Well, Tyler and her probably had, like, 12 feet in between them for Jesus <laughs> the whole time. So the producers are like, this is boring. Talking across the room. Yeah. You good over there, Hannah? Tyler! Um, okay, but, in okay, so in my opinion... When her and Jed oh, wake yeah, up in the have, morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was interested in this. They are. I mean, I at first thought she was fully nude, and then saw I she so she too. was wearing her literal like white wedding negligee. Like she was wearing a white negligee, like you wear. It looked like something you wear the like night my after mom a wedding wore on her honeymoon. Yeah, like that's oh. special. That's special little number for after your wedding, and she like saved it for him. Oh my god! Oh no! I'm sure she told him that too. <sighs> Probably. Like this is my. I just couldn't wait to wear this for someone like Probably. you. I don't. Oh my god! What if she said like I knew that I wanted to save this lingerie for the man that I was going to marry? What if she? What if she's going to pick Jed and she knows it? It hurts my soul too much to think about this, but I don't think they actually had sex. Okay, tell me why. Because I don't. Because, uh, because, I, because I did not see him bring his guitar in the fantasy suite, and I am convinced he can't get hard without that thing. <laughs> where was that scene where they were practically naked with them holding the guitar? I was thinking about that. That must be next week or, like, in two weeks or whatever. Maybe, but also what I brought up to you last night is there is shit cut out of this episode that mm-hmm. we were supposed to see this week. We don't see Hannah saying the line with Luke of marriages between a man and a woman or whatever the hell she said in the preview. They also, cut that out for her protection. Did she say I have had sex and Jesus still loves me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, never mind, never mind. She had her her deal, yeah. 
all that to say there are scenes missing it seems yes there are things missing that definitely could have been maybe in the morning where he woke her up with a sonnet and they're like and abc's just like okay we've had enough with this <laughs> shitty music like we, we want to make you look a certain way but at the same time it's too much it's too our much. ratings are plummeting every time <laughs> you come on screen with your stupid ass guitar our statistics show that <laughs> one third of the tvs go off as soon as they see you the the neck of the guitar pop into a into a shot dear god Thank um, goodness we didn't have to see it this week, though, right? I know. Thank God. But I, I, I don't know. There was just something. And I do feel like if she would have had sex with Jed, she would have said that to Luke, right? She would That's have what said, I, was saying. I had sex. I've had sex. I think she just would have been like, I've had sex. And maybe wouldn't say specifically how I many are with I fucked in who. a windmill twice. But yeah. the fact that she brought up the windmill and then she said and we did it a second time makes me think that pete's the only one she slept with maybe wow which is such a move such a move but i don't know because she also because so i was very confused on what luke was saying during the time because he also said like if you if you like slipped up once so don't you think she would kind of i don't know because if she'd only had sex didn't know she didn't tell luke no, I know, but I, I was saying, like, maybe she would have defended herself to Luke, like, there was w- one man that I decided to sleep with. I think she was not going to defend herself because she wanted that man to leave No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, but I, I was know? also thinking that maybe she would be like, I did sleep with one of the men instead of... Because I was thinking maybe part of the reason why she's getting defensive is because Luke was sort of insinuating, like, if you accidentally slept with one guy or whatever, that's okay. But, like, if you slept with multiple, that's totally not okay. So I was thinking, like, this also might be what part of the reason why she's getting so angry, too, is because she slept with both of them. I think she did sleep with Jed. I don't know. I don't think so. Let's do a poll up on the story. We'll do a poll. Okay. I feel like she definitely touched uh, his... Touched peepees? His tiny guitar. But... (laughs) But I I don't think that they had maybe sex sex. I think like maybe they did oral? everything, but yeah. That's still sex. No penetration, is that what you mean? Do we consider oral still technically sex? Yes. So if, if I, people are orgasming, I mean, not, I mean, I yeah, said so hand jobs, but I don't know. If so your if genitals I, are in somebody's mouth. So let's just say I would tell you I was a virgin until I was 19, but I had a ton of oral sex. Okay, well, that's the thing. Virgin technically means no penetration, but I'm still going to roll my eyes and be like, bitch, you are no virgin. You okay. cannot wear white, girl. You have been all up in his junk with your face in it. With your face in his it balls. It does feel a little more intimate right? sometimes. Right? Cause yeah. And that's the thing. I know women who like... Will not let men go down on them until they mm-hmm. know them better, but they'll have sex with them. You know, there's something so like intimate about oral oh, sex. Oh yes, yes, I'm that way. When a, with a guy going down on me, yeah. that is not like something that I like just offer up to anybody. That's well, I definitely hope you don't like offer I it up to anyone except Evan. No, the world is my oyster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweetie, I have penetrative sex all the time with whomever I please. However. <laughs> No, but I'm saying like before Evan and I were yeah, yeah, no, I know we were broken mean, up though. or whatever. It's, it's it was more, like um, that sacred. to me was like unless you, I yeah just personally yeah, um, which I get. It's a very it's very intimate. Well, Jed compared their um, fantasy suite to like that he came from the best sleepover of his life. I'm, and he's like, like you know, like when with your sister, no, he <laughs> like when you're sleeping over in your sister's room. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe that's a little too far. Sorry. But like sleepover is very much like little kids. Like we're going to go have a sleepover. Oh, no. Well, he said he's like, you know, like when you're with your friends and you, you can't, you're so excited that you stay up all night. That's literally like that. Like was you his stay comparison. up all, all night humping your friends. Like, what, <laughs> I was literally what like, these? what did your sleepovers look like, sir? Or what did yours and Hannah's not look like? I'm very confused. <laughs> One or the other. Something's off. Like she yeah. seemed happy though. Yeah. Oh, she was beaming. But also, like, Jed could have freaking turned her down and she would still be like, I got to spend all night with Jed. Oh, no, that's you the know? thing. He can't, he, at this point, there, like, there, he could do no wrong. Yeah. He could do no wrong. And I, I wrote in my notes that even if there wasn't this whole thing happening with his ex and all the secrets that we knew about, I would still have the major ick with him. Like, yeah. this is not, this is not like, I would have the ick. I would have, I'd have the same thing that we had from the beginning where we're like, we can't figure out what it is. And I feel bad because I have no reason to, but I have this major ick. Oh, I'll and tell you what, continued. after this conversation, like oh, that, no. I would have been then like, it been, um, then I'm it would have been sorry? justified ick. Yeah. Justified ick. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's get to the meat. <sighs> okay. I'm actually not as nervous anymore, but, um, <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, they're in their day portion of the date. And there was a quote that Luke said where he said, this is what I want for the rest of my life. And I'm like, yeah, an all expense paid vacation in Greece for the, oh, I want that too, Luke. And of course you went to Santorini, oh. the most glorious of the oh, island helicopter ride. What is his outfit? I'm sorry. I'm like, are they going to die on this helicopter ride? <laughs> but at least with his outfit, you know, at least he was wearing Beachy. shorts. <laughs> And flip flops, which we know he the, loves with to wear. The ass cross with the V neck, the blue V neck, the blue V neck. I know, Luke. I know, honey. Stop. I know. I know. He needs to stop. But he, with his goofy <laughs> smile, strutting around Greece, he was. He had the biggest smile with the state. Um, his calves are my. I mean, his thighs are my goals. I want my legs to look like Luke's so yeah. bad. He's so muscular. He. I was thinking when they were getting in that helicopter, I was just like, his gains are going to crash this this little copter. Like, uh, yeah. this is too much. <laughs> This is too much. <laughs> too much muscle mass. He, though, like, at one point when they're in the helicopter, Hannah mentions, like, I wish that we could, like, something like sleeping on a ladder up in the sky here. And he literally looks at her and goes, I love your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, the biggest smile. It was just like, oh, too fucking much this man he, oh my god there were a few moments i was like ruthie um, <laughs> with your shoes <laughs> with my shoesies um i he was there was a few moments like i was horrified in this part which we'll discuss <laughs> but like there was a few moments where i just could not with him like yeah the i love your imagination and then well i'll get to it though um so she says like you said he's still the best kisser which, like, uh, that I cannot wrap my head around. I mean, he doesn't look like... He looks like a pretty good kisser when they I kiss. Yes, I yeah. just, I, I With his Very personality passionate. and everything, I just imagine him being, like... Personally, for me, I started to get really claustrophobic if mm -hmm. someone's, a little, like, pressing forward with yes. their face. And that's how I imagined kissing him would be, where I'd be yes. like, Vi I can't breathe. I can't take a breath. I seriously start getting <gasps> panicky. <gasps> I'm not joking. If I'm making out with somebody and I feel like they're going too hard, I start, like, my yeah. heart's chest starts pounding, and sure. I'm like, okay, I can't breathe. Okay, okay. Well, okay, so <sighs> I will say this. Hannah's a Libra, and he's an Aries. Mm, he's such an Aries. Um, no shade to Aries, because there's some great Aries, but his, like, crazy passion, yeah, warlord-type vibes. Um, they're a Libra and an Aries sexual chemistry is off the charts. Really? Yeah. Mm. 
So it makes sense with their charts that those two definitely like she's down with him taking the He's, oxygen. Is Aaron's out of her fire? Legs. Yes. Aaron fire, baby. They're fueling each mm-hmm, other. Mm-hmm. Boy. Okay. Um, she is like having these moments where she's like, oh my God, his eyes. She's like feeling him on the first half of the date. Yeah. She seems to like not be thinking about Jed and her conversation. She is like enjoying I'm him. telling you, he could have taken it all the way. I believe, yeah. I he could have. Yeah, Maybe. I believe it. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, their night together could have solidified it. They could have had sex. I mean, well, we'll get into this, yeah. but like, had they had sex, she might have taken him. Yes, the, because I'm sure one. their sex probably would have been extremely passionate. <laughs> the thing is, he might like, have killed her, but it would have been passionate. like when we talk about passionate with him, I'm like, I get that, but I'm also really frightened. I'm I don't frightened mean I don't mean passionate in vagina, like a sweetie like, peety way where he's like making love. I'd think more like, you know, it would be <laughs> the it's just like oh, it yeah. makes me nervous. Like, he would be like not in a good like way, like the guy from Three Hundred. Yeah, and like take her. Yeah, that the, yeah, this he would plunder of, her body. That kind of frightens me. Like, yes. and it, this, I'm just like, oh but my like, god. Some like, people like that. Yes, and yes. she might be. He one can of be. Those people. She can be her uh, his Viking queen. Exactly. Just like hair. Yeah. But um, no, not anymore. Not after tonight. No. Um. Okay. 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 So the dinner. Okay. Wait. Yes. No. Go for it. Because I was just going to say he walks in looking straight up like a preacher from the woods. Like his, that big boy white button down shirt. <laughs> With that brown belt. Every time I use the word big boy. I just, I mean the phrase big boy, I cannot handle it. <laughs> Every time I see him, I'm like, you borrowed your dad's clothes. It's because he's so muscular and you just can't find something that's fitted when you have the gains that he has. Kind of true. Yeah. I'm sure. So everything looks big boy on him. It's just floaty. But his shirt was like pastor or like maybe a waiter. Like I couldn't quite yeah. figure it out. Okay. okay. And then in a beautiful Luke moment, my favorite. My stomach is like, getting, I'm like getting, you I'm getting nervous. Okay. Yeah. Well, ease, ease your stomach with this. My favorite moment of the entire episode <laughs> was Luke. Gain, Mr. Gaines from Gainesville with his big boy shirt. Tough warlord Aries Viking scary boy walks in, sees the romantic dinner set up, and says, Look at this. It's darling. <laughs> Do you remember what was he said? What, what, what did he, he say to you at the episode? Like, you look nice. <laughs> Always at the dinners. Always at the dinners. Well, this is darling. I love the color coordination. No, he literally like, like, pulled out her trees, like, Oh, this is darling. <laughs> I was like, you, who, who? I don't understand this man. I really don't. Between his mom and like the, this is darling. You look, he appreciates a good outfit on another man. What is happening? I don't get it. I don't get it. I was laughing so hard. I rewound and watched it. I was dying. Oh my God. I feel like there's gotta be so many contradictions just even in his own beliefs. Like, I wonder if he thinks gay marriage is okay. But only gays can only have sex uh, when they're married. Like I just don't know yeah. what I'm going to get from them. Probably not. I'm going to say probably, probably not. A hard no. Probably on the, not. On the gay like, marriage, just, but who knows? I'm I'm just I don't understand them. Okay, now before we get into all this, okay, I do kind of want to. Of course, we should not divorce any of his prior actions or what we know of him. This dude should not be with hannah and actually one of the qualms i had with her is when she did bring up like i've seen so many red flags and i was kind of like 
dude, Hannah, this is when you're finally going to get the fucking hint that you should let yes. this guy go. Yes. Are you kidding me? Because to me, actually, like his other actions in the past were way more to me personally, way worse with this specific scenario. I with this specific scenario. OK, I'm going to I'm going to play out. What about this? OK, what if we had a best friend? I'm, I'm sort of just like, what should have Luke done? What should have Luke done? Maybe keep his mouth shut, yes. However, this is the potential marriage scenario. Okay, so yes. let's say we had a best friend. This is a girl who used to be big old slut McGee in college, okay? <laughs> Not slut shaming, but that was her thing, okay? Sleeping with everyone's boyfriend, whatever, whatever, okay? Deb got around. Deb got around. Yeah. And then Deb became born-again Christian and was like, I'm okay. going to be a virgin, right? Sure. Deb is like, I've seen see this Christian guy on The Bachelor. He seems like exactly the kind of guy I want to be with. Okay. She goes on the show. She makes her own feelings known, gets the vibe that the dude also is a Christian, mm -hmm. then gets into this part. And she's told us before, look, I don't want, I, I want to have somebody with the same values as me who's not going to sleep with anyone else. Yes. How would you suggest she go about the situation? Because to me, okay, Luke is fucking stupid. And yeah, when he's saying the simple of like, the way that he says it is so stupid. But at the core of it, I felt like what was kind of happening is like, look, this is what I believe. I want someone who's on the same page. I've gotten the vibe that you're on the same page with, which Hannah has kind of given in that impression. Yeah. E kind of. Yes. Well, but mm -hmm. Hannah knows where he's coming from, too, though, because Luke has made it, made it very clear yes. that he is like a virgin, born again virgin. Yes. And all of that. And so I'm sort of like, what did she expect in this scenario that he doesn't care if she's sleeping with the other guys? And like, mm -hmm. so I don't know. So if your friend was in that situation, I kind of feel like it is fair to be like, look, this is these are my values. If you think it's OK for you to, to sleep with all the other people. And I do feel, I so rarely do this, and I usually hate when people do this, but I did feel like if it was a woman in the same scenario saying to the dude, like, I just need to know, have you slept with all the other women? Because I don't, I'm not okay with that, and I'm going to leave if that's the case. Yes. Because I, okay. I, when he brought this up to her. Yeah. I have no problem with someone who says, because, you know, I know a lot, he's received a lot of flack for being like, well, dude, you slept around right, town, like sure, whatever. Sure. Listen, I have plenty of people who I grew up with who did the same thing, became born again Christians, and then were like, I'm going to be a virgin and wait until I yeah. got married and did. Yeah. Um, so I have no problem with him at all saying, hey, what I'm looking for in a relationship, because I'm going to abstain from sex for however, you know, now. Yeah. Um, I want my partner to abstain from sex also. I sure. don't think that's, I think someone has the right to have that desire a hundred percent. The way he communicated this to me was like horrific mm. because there was, it wasn't, um, Hey Hannah, I I've gotten the impression from our conversations that like, you know, that you are a born again Christian and like my desire as a Christian is to abstain from marriage yeah. and I didn't, but now yeah. I'm trying and, and I, I just need you to know, and I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but I don't think I'm comfortable necessarily being with someone who's not trying to also abstain from sex. I kind of felt like he said that except for the added part where he's like, if you made the accident once, oh, but I mean, if you had sex with all of them. Oh no, I don't. I feel like he, the way that he initially even 
started the conversation. He straight up started preaching at her. Like, let's talk about sex. Sex is an incredible thing. I've been studying Hebrews. It needs to be kept pure. Like, yeah. And then he... The, his, the attitude that he even started off was just like, if you're... If you he, slept he with anyone, s- I'm leaving. Like, he literally yeah. gave her an ultimatum. And my perspective like is... Thing. Yep. And my perspective is he didn't know if he was going first or not because he brought it up later he goes i don't know if you've had dates with other guys yet so he Mm. has no he has no idea what order he came in so i think what he was doing is manipulating her and basically being like i know you like me if you sleep with anyone on the next three dates that you have i'm out and then all of a sudden when her reaction is like excuse me he's like oh shit maybe she's already done it and then he's backtracking Mm -hmm. but he's trying to stake his creepy penis flag in her and be like don't you dare touch another guy or else i'm out bitch uh, and then all of a sudden when she goes like oh no he's trying to put he's trying I to actually piss I, on her okay, right now i actually agree with you okay so he definitely started out with youth pastor vibes for sure he's like he was literally hey, preaching no, he literally he was, was like literally a, no, no, he was a youth pastor 100 <laughs> percent. hey guys you know let's talk about sex well, then he started to, like, <laughs> he's like he's like let's talk about let's marriage talk about- it's a big deal let's talk about <laughs> sex I've been studying Hebrews lately, and you're I just died. like, oh, okay. The um, the staking the penis flag. I mean, sure, I'm sure he'd like to claim her as only his, but but I don't think that's just what was happening. I think I think I was that, gonna say that there this- is an ad, like there's the the part that he doesn't know or doesn't necessarily think that doesn't necessarily think that hannah has had other dates yet but even if she hasn't like i i don't think it makes any difference of like look if if you're like if you're not in the same place as me and you are gonna go sleep with all the other guys like i'm out i mean i don't know if that translates but then he right away took it back because that's why i that's why fucking stupid but if he but if he wouldn't have taken it back Mm. let's just say he just would have said it in a really in his like very shitty like terrible way and then been like if you if i find out that you are going you sleep with any of the other guys i'm out of here and he would have stuck by that then i would have been like wow you're a total piece of shit (laughs) but at least you're sticking by your convictions the fact that he immediately took it back to me, seems like this he's is what I going, was actually confused oh, of what shit. happened because at the, because in the conversation he said like if you had if you slipped up and had sex with one guy like we could work through that if you were just like but then at some point then he goes even if you had sex with all of them that and how crazy that would be I would still we we could yeah, we could did work it through oh no he was literally he went went fully back on everything but then he was still throwing in the weird things like this it would be crazy if you did it but and then and then how he started off the conversation by saying you know i see all these people on the bachelor saying claiming their faith and then going into the fantasy suite and wanting to explore and it was just to me from the very get-go of from the top of what he said again i don't care if you have a desire it's your life it's your future marriage if you don't want to be with someone who's not on the same page as you i get that yeah there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But there's a difference between telling someone, like, he was telling her that if you do this, you are in sin and I will choose to forgive you versus him just saying, this is what I'm comfortable with and I've chosen for my life. Yeah. And I would like someone to be on the same page as me. But the whole, like, he was fully slut-shaming her. But 
in my opinion. I like fully like your no, well, he was just he was just sex shaming her, but also like. I'm not saying that if you're Christian, you have to believe sex is wrong, but like the impression that I've gotten Hannah leading up until kind of this point and the impression that I, based on their relationship between her and mm-hmm, Luke, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not crazy for him to be like, aren't we all on the same page where we don't think sex is like, oh, should no, be and spread I, around. And I, and I, and I completely think that I, it wouldn't, it didn't surprise me that he didn't think Hannah was going to have sex with, or thought that Hannah wasn't going to have sex with the other guys. Um, Obviously, like, having listened to Hannah um, in interviews, I think she's of the mind... Well, I'm torn because... She, when she was talking to him, was, was like, we all n- sin. She kept bringing up the fact so that she, we all sin. So that's where that's the thing where I'm like, is she just saying that, like, because she sort of seems like she's on the same page where she also maybe. thinks sex but is at, sin. But at the same time, I heard her, like, when she was, I think, talking on Nick's podcast, that she was saying, like, um, I mean, it seemed like maybe more of the perspective of, let's say, like, when we had Rob Bell on our podcast talking about, like, you know, having to understand the context of the time when the the Bible was written and um, understanding when the, the time of when the Bible was written. And then also like, I mean, the, the point, the fact of the matter is like, if you look in scripture, I've heard a lot of Christians talk about it. There aren't tons of blatant like sex before marriage things that can't, that uh, are irrefutable to get around. Like the things that have brought up sex before marriage other people have also said, well, it can actually mean this. And in the context, then it meant this and blah, blah, blah. Well, people so can I know dance a- their way around whatever they want to in the Bible. So what that comes down to, I think that's irrelevant. I think that the, the, I don't think Hannah knows what she believes. And I think that the issue that I oh, had I with agree. this interaction yeah. is that to me, the way that I kind of read it, look, do I, I do not Luke is a fucking jackass. I don't think that anyone should be with him. I think that he sucks. And I also think that his stance on sex sucks 100% or doesn't suck. Um, (laughs) Nothing is getting sucked with Luke. There will be no sucking. (laughs) (laughs) But um, like what I was really reading from this situation, I think Hannah has been so in love with Luke. And I think that she... I don't know. I think that it was a lot of projecting on her part where she, the I'm I don't know. I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to describe it. But the sort of the vibe that I was getting is like now all of a sudden she has this hard stance that she can sleep with whoever she wants. But I think that if she was asked this question like even weeks ago, she'd be like, I don't know. I think sex is really sacred for marriage. And I think now that she's fucked uh, Pete and possibly also Jed, she is like, now, I don't know. I think she's figuring out her own beliefs as she's going oh, along. No, I, I, I definitely agree with that. I think she's sure. figuring out her own beliefs as she's going along. And I think like literally her stance on sex in this conversation with Luke is probably different than her stance on sex would be like in an interview four weeks before. And I just, I don't know. I, I'm not saying that like, and he was more than slut shaming. He's just sex shaming in general. I mean, he thinks sex is, he thinks having sex before marriage is wrong, period. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like, yes, I agree. I think that she is 100% uh, figuring out who she is and what she believes as she goes, which is why I think, and you and I then just have talked about this briefly, is that um, I was watching with Evan and Evan and I coming from like the same community. Evan was literally just like, I'm so triggered. He was so upset watching it. And I was really, really upset watching it too, because I feel very like, I felt like, um, I, 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 
see her right now. Like I remember like distinct times in my own life where I was figuring stuff out and people like Luke were coming in and making me feel guilt and shame. And so when I'm watching this, seeing this guy who's just been, and I love when then she came at him and goes like, you know, you're talking about sex is the sin, but like, it seems like this is all about your pride and that's a sin too. Mm, And mm. like the fact that he's, she's like, you just pick sex out of everything and make that like, you know, your obsession and say, I'm, I'm Xing her out. If she's had, if you've had sex with someone on this uh, surprise, surprise, the whole Christian community makes sex such a fucking huge deal. Yes, absolutely. And I think, um, watching it was very painful, but then also I felt very like, like redeemed watching her just like usher him out because it felt like to me, I know you were feeling more for like frustrated with the dynamic, but I think for me, it reminded me of certain points in my life where like, I was like, oh man, even watching her going, I wish I would have had the balls like Hannah had to just be like, yes, did it it take her a long time for sure. But to finally just be like, you know what? No, fuck you get out and not let him explain. Let me please try to explain. Let me Hannah you. And then when, when he goes, you owe me. And she's just like, are you out of your damn mind? I don't owe you anything. I've had your back. This girl's gone to bat and bat over backwards for this guy. It was actually more before that. So she was saying like, you don't have the right to, you don't have the right to say that because you're not my husband. Um, You're questioning me when you don't have the right to. And, oh, well, for one, I was like, you should have responded to Jed the exact same way. But also, I don't, I was watching, okay, so I was watching exactly what he said up until that point. And at Mm -hmm. that point, when she responded to him that way, I was like, okay, he doesn't have the right to ask her if she's had sex with the other men. Like, what kind of strange situation are we in right now with The Bachelor where he doesn't have the right to ask about, like, when he's considering marrying this woman? Like, I I think the difference is that, like, I I I think that he has the right to ask, but he, he basically threatened her. He threatened her with, I'm going to, I will leave you if you, if you participated in this heinous sin, which I obviously know you didn't. Well, I mean, and speaking in like such a demeaning way like that to somebody, that's not how you talk to someone in a relationship. Like you claim to love somebody, right? He says he's so over the moon about her. Like you, you discuss something like sex in a loving, like open way, not like, I know that I said that I'm in love with you and that you're the only one for me. But by the way, if you fucked one of these dudes, I'm out. Like, that's wild. Is it? I mean, when you say it like that, yeah. But also for me, I was like, okay, is it threatening or is it making the boundary clear and like finally laying it out? Because it seems like he has brought this up so many times throughout the season. He has made this his he has talked about this topic so many fucking times. And then now he was getting to the point where he's like, I just I want to hear it from your I want it. He said, and we're not talking about this part where he goes, I want to hear it from your voice. Are we on like, are we on the same page? I want to hear you say it. Like, I think we're on the same page. Are we? Yeah, but I don't think. But if he would have said it like that, it would have been different. He said, I think we're on the same page. Like, I just want to hear it from your mouth. Like, I want to hear it from your mouth. No, the cockiness was coming out of his He said those exact words, though. And again, we are his cockiness. I mean, his cockiness he is coming it. out. He said it. He was literally laughing, going, like, if you were to do something insane like that. Like, it, it, it was not a conversation. It was a, I'm going to tell you how it is. And listen, I think he's made his stance with sex very yeah. clear. And he has every right to, you know, to have whatever desire, like, he would want in that way. Right. That's fine. But 
I'm also kind of like, yo, though, you went on a show, and if you're going to be Mr. Uptight about love and sex, why are you dating someone who's also dating 20 guys, and why are you okay with her literally sucking face with 15 guys at once? Well, you know, Christianity, it's like about, pen as long as you don't penetrate with anyone. It's, it's like, still, to me, though, like, you, you gotta know what you might get into here, and the way that like, he, like, said, like, told it off, But so. also, like, Hannah talked about God so much in Colton's season, yeah, talked about sure. God, and she's, like, from the South, too. Like, he's, I don't think it's crazy that he would think that she would be I, on the same page. No, I 100% agree. I don't think it's crazy at all that he would think that she wouldn't have sex with any of the guys but it was just in the way that he was so demeaning to me and like again there is and then once he once he took it back yeah and then he immediately changed his tune but it was still kind of like just so you know even if you messed up and slutted around here, I would take you back. Yeah. Like, that's gross, dude. Like, like for then... I mean, that's also biblical, though. You're talking about Rahab the harlot, and you're talking about this idea of unconditional love that the Bible even propagates by saying, like, no matter how many times you go and slut your way around, like, the Lord's love is unconditional, I, just no, like I Rahab. I understand, and, you know? but to me, I'm just going, like, dude, again, there's a conversation of, like, okay, we're not on the same page here. I'm a little bit thrown off. <laughs> Uh, if you are going to be having sex, um, maybe, I don't know, like, but the yeah. whole then, like, like, there's a difference then to say, okay, you and I are on different pages here, right? You yeah. obviously have a different perspective than I do, and I don't know if, like, I'll, I'd be down, versus, like, even if you're a whore, I'll still be with you, like, or we'd figure it out. Yeah. It, it's like, you know, even biblically, Rahab wasn't getting spoke to that way. She was just showing, getting shown love. It wasn't just like, even though you're a sleut, Rahab, like, you know, it, there was, there was, lo there was the love point involved. Of, I mean, that's the whole point of, though, that story. The whole point is that he loved her, although she was a whore. Yeah, but there was that had, had a second context to it. That was about a general of God loving loving like uh, uh, the Jewish people, even though In spite they of were, their sin. And, yeah. And, but the whole the whole parallel of that story is that he loved her in spite of the fact she was a whore. Girl, I understand, but what I'm saying is, like, even if that's the context of that story, I, you're not going to convince me that Luke wasn't being horrific. Like, Condescending, yeah, and do I not agree with his thing? But I don't, I don't agree with it, but I also just think, like, the bottom line of what, like, the way he approached it, fucking shitty the way he is fucking shitty the bottom like the the your little feet are so cold ruth like i don't know when she was responding to him uh da, 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 da. now as it got towards the end of that conversation i mean he doesn't owe her anything and then when he she asked him to leave he should have immediately left i'm sort of going i know 100 percent. like people are just going to be like he has no right to tell her like those things and i'm like i that was actually the part i think i had the most the most um, that I was just thinking, like, I don't know. I feel like he does have the right to have this conversation with I her. I think the right, I think he 100% has the right to have the conversation and say, hey, these are the things that I want in a relationship. I've been keeping myself celibate for four years and I do want that. I don't, I want to be like-minded with a partner completely. Well, and Hannah totally said something where she was like, well, you don't love me. You don't love me if I don't fit what you want me to be. And I was just kind of like, that's not true though. Like, that's not he can he made 100, it sound that way, but he can one hundred percent love her and then say, "I can't be with you if you don't fit this morality moral code that I have for myself." That's what I he was saying. I think it's because it's though something that's like 
there's a difference between saying I can't be with you because you, you know, are a, are a person who's not kind to other people. It's like a character no, thing. But, it's like- but one action and being like, if you do this one thing, I'm pulling the plug, even though I'm saying that I loved you, I loved you. Like, yeah, that doesn't make you feel very loved. But what he was saying was, if you think that it's okay to, like, do... If you think it's okay to, like, test these relationships by sleeping with people, I'm not cool with that. And this is what I was saying. Like, imagine if we had, like... A girlfriend and she said like wouldn't we tell her to be like yeah you go girl if he doesn't fit like you're if he's not willing to do the same thing that you're willing to do for him like get out of there but my thing is like if if luke would have would have come in and said hey and again it's all it's so much in the way that he that he worded things yeah. it's not necessarily maybe the foundation but it's the way even though i inherently have a problem with the foundation because i'm about sex positivity well, but other people can yeah. have other opinions that's fine but for me, like, it's all about, it's mostly all about the way that it was worded and said initially. But, like, the fact then, the, the him then not supporting it, if he would have walked in and said, yo, I'm not comfortable with you if you have sex with some of these other guys, and I need you to be honest with me, and if you're going to and we're on a different page, I'm out, and he left, I would have been like, she didn't give him an answer, though, until she, finally at the end where she said the fucked in a windmill thing. I know, and then he comes back. <laughs> Because he's not a man of... He, he doesn't really have that back. That's the thing. If, if he were to be like, yes, this is what I believe in. I'm convicted by the Lord and I have to stand firm with this. All right. Then then he, he needs to then step away from this process if that's what he believes in and not make her feel bad. If he, if he thinks that it's wrong, he needs to quietly dismiss himself and not make her feel like a total whore for wanting to have sex with some of the guys. Instead, he's sitting there rewording it, making it, her, making her feel shame and guilty on public television instead of just being like, these are my beliefs. And if you don't, if you don't fit in those beliefs, okay, I just can't be part of this. That would have been fine to me. Well, so this is, this was interesting. You and I talked about this earlier. You watched it with Evan and you were saying that like you and Evan were both getting super triggered. Now I watched it with literally a whole family of people who were not raised in the church, super sex positive, have absolutely like no issue whatsoever with any of that. Born and raised in LA household. Right, right, right. Between Grayson and both of his parents. They were like, I don't know. I think that like what Luke's saying is totally reasonable. Like 100%. They were like, I feel like Hannah's really projecting her own shame and her own guilt into this conversation. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting that that was the case. I, and I feel like a lot of listeners are going to feel like exactly the same that you're feeling. I, I, you know, I, I agree with you. I have no idea what it's like to be raised in a situation like like how gray was yeah i can't wrap my brain around how i would view it i can only view it through like with my own baggage and i think a lot of a lot of people who watch the bachelorette come from similar backgrounds and it's incredibly triggering and it's very triggering and like i said he like (laughs) with evan who's like uh, you know the man in the situation was like like literally he so he hasn't watched like any of the episodes yeah. with me and then he watched this episode and he was pacing and like yelling at the tv yeah. he's like i have a lot to say he's like put me on your recap I'm oh yeah so and then Gr- and then gray was saying the same thing where gray was like dude a lot of people are gonna freak out about this scenario mm-hmm. and i feel like that's really not fair mm-hmm. i i'm torn because i do feel like they're like again he has the right to have what desires he would like in a you know if 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 i want 
if I, it's like basically saying like, hey, I'm not attracted to guys who have any tattoos. So if you have tattoos, it's a deal breaker. I'm not going to be with a guy who has tattoos. He has the right. And, 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 and any girl wouldn't be like, oh my God, what a total bitch. She mm-hmm. won't be with a guy mm-hmm. who, who uh, has any tattoos. Mm-hmm. Such a bitch. No one mm-hmm. would say that. So I think he has the right to be like, I'm abstaining for four years. I've abstained from marriage. Um, from sex. Or sorry. And marriage. <laughs> and marriage. <laughs> I'm not the second one or that that was unintentional, yeah. but I have also abstained from marriage. Um, but no, for four years I've abstained from sex. So I want my wife to be doing the same, that we're on the same page. She has that right. The most despicable part of this to me is that, and this, this is like, oh gosh, this like rings my gourd, is that he... His testimony is the fact that he wandered around having sex with people. When people who have experienced life in certain ways are not then merciful to other people's journeys, I I can't handle it. I don't see that's where that's where I didn't feel like he wasn't being. I don't know. That's where I don't think that. I don't think I don't know how to exp- I I felt like the bottom line w- of what he was saying is if you don't think there's an issue with doing this we have a problem but he didn't say that he he did in a number of words though he said like I want to know that we're on the same page he's he did verbatim say that I want to make sure we're on the same page or whatever about being on the same page and then he said like if if you think it's cool to like explore if you think it's like okay to like explore and like test out these relationships so I sort of, you know, you were saying um, the tattoos thing. I was kind of thinking about it in terms of like drug or alcohol abuse okay. and just being like, if you, like, and how it would be like if you were shaming someone of like, like you're going to go out having three or four drinks a night. Like, you know, that's, and, and while it's like, no, you shouldn't judge someone else's perspective. I think at the, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like people come from a place like, I guess I just look at it like my mom and dad would come at it. I'm sure they wouldn't express themselves the way Luke did. But I was just kind of thinking of like yeah. the people I know and being like, no, if you think that it's okay to just like test out these different relationships and just like to fuck these guys yeah. and like you don't have a problem with it. Like, oh, that's no. a big but, but no, again, no. But again, I, I'm fine with him feeling that way. Yeah. The problem being and the reason I bring up him having slept with other people, it's like, hey, understand You've had sex with all these people. Hannah's had sex with two people. She has way less life experience. Have a little mercy and understand that she has not had as much experience. There is maybe some interest. She hasn't had as much, like she hasn't had as much sex. She's exploring her life that you've explored more of life in that way than she has. And now you've made a decision. She's figuring this out. Now, if then she responds to you and kind of is just like, well, no, you can't say that to me be merciful and understand that she's on a journey and her journey may look different. But even if you think, yeah. let's, ju- let's just say he still thinks uh, because obviously he thinks having sex outside of marriage is wrong. Yeah. And he looks at Hannah and goes, well, she's in sin right now, but I get it. I was there. 
But I also think that and she's, have a little bit of mercy and be like, I'm not comfortable being with you if you if that's your perspective and that's your journey. Maybe you and I aren't ready for each other right now, so I have to remove myself. Yeah, but then I mean, that's 100 percent the right thing. Right, to but do. then for him to then all of a sudden then pull out these like you know he's doing a hail mary and and being like mm, wait and but then well yeah this is but then but then his loop. but then his weight was also loaded with you're in sin, but I'll be okay with it anyways, which is then where I just was over the top. Like, I well, can't that's the part where it's like, you're in sin and I'll, I'll love you in spite of it. That's the issue. That's the thing where I'm like, well, if, if we're saying that we don't have any issue with him having that belief, then why do we have an issue with him coming at it from that perspective? Right. Well, I really wish that I could wrap Luke up and put him in the mail and ship <laughs> him somewhere far away. <laughs> I wonder if the post office would take him. That would be a very expensive package. That's a heavy package. Yes. A lot of CrossFit games. A lot of... <laughs> um, but you know who would help? Stamps.com. Stamps.com. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Post Office right to your computer. And who has time for the post office? You're all busy broads. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts that you can't get at the post office. Whether you're sending a small uh, office invoice or uh, you're an online seller shipping out products, or even if you're a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. I love stamps.com. Use it now all the time and used it literally daily in my previous jobs. Um, simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Once your mail is ready, you just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. It's so simple. It makes me so happy I could cry made life a thousand times easier. With stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Join us and make your life easier with stamps.com. And right now our listeners get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in chatty. That's stamps.com. Enter chatty. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, my thing is regardless of, of what your opinion may be on Luke, as soon as he specifically said that he, that she hadn't, like, wasn't giving him a chance, like, give me a chance, <laughs> homegirl was it's like, done. have you not, have you not been here? She was like, when he made the sex stuff, she was kind of like, at first she was super calm, handled it really calm. And then, like, after like two minutes, she's like, I'm kind of mad right now. And then, as soon as he was just like, you're not giving me, and he kept interrupting her, saying, like, can I say something? You're not giving me a fair shot, blah, blah, blah. She was just like, absolutely not oh yeah absolutely not she was done well and i think i was just going back over some of my notes there was just some things she said where she was like luke only wants love for people who see this things the same way he sees them and i'm like i don't really think that that's there's a couple things i was like i don't think that's fair like Mm. that he only wants love for people like (sighs) i don't know man i think he wants people to see things the same way he sees them Yes. As a lot of like, I mean, you know what it means, what it's like coming from being like an on fire Christian. You've talked about like some yeah. of the things you've said to your own friends of like, just so you know, you're walk- like walking a sinful oh, path, that absolutely. kind of thing. Well, and the thing that was interesting to me is she responded when she said she wants someone to love her in spite of her flaws. But I was, that was the part that was really interesting. I was like, wait, so do you view sex, like having sex as a flaw? Yeah, I wasn't 100% sure. What what impression did you get off of her 
interview with Nick because I never ended up listening to it. What did she did he ask her specifically? Like, do you think having sex before marriage is a sin? I don't think he asked her that specifically, but I will say that the vibe that I got from her was that she is on a journey. I think that she, uh, in my opinion, my read from her is she doesn't think it's wrong, but doesn't want to necessarily say that out loud because of the backlash that she'll get from the community. Well, it's also, it's also... Because she was tiptoeing around it on the interview with Nick. She was just like, I'm experiencing it. I'm enjoying it. Like, she made a comment of how, like, yes, she's having to deal with all this backlash from her family and her community back at home. So I don't think she would feel comfortable saying that she's okay with it. It's confusing, too, as a Christian to be like, if you're like, I'm a Christian and I believe everything in the Bible, except for like these parts. I'd like, you know, I'm choosing not, you know, like I've struggled with that myself where it's like, how are you going to be like, I live by this book, except for the things in this book that I don't that don't fit my lifestyle, which is why you should listen to our Rob Bell episode. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, even Rob Bell's message was kind of just like, believe whatever you want. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that she well, no, when she, though, speaking of you bringing up Rahab, when she brought up the fact of, oh my God, the throwing stones. of that he's sitting there with his arm cocked about to throw a stone at her. Hannah's a full blown hashtag Bible broad. She is. Yes, I she lived. Is. I lived for that example, though, because Pastor Luke is sitting there throwing verses at her and then she's just like, oh, what about this? Well, Jess, I just had a thought. Like, we remember how we had the rumor that they were talking before? Mm -hmm. Now I also wonder if they had talked about sex before the freaking show. Maybe. I feel like that would be kind of random. To like have a like, are you going to have sex before marriage conversation? Like, I, I agree with your assumption that he got from her that she was not yeah, going to yeah, be doing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he would need more than that to yeah. assume from how much she's talking about Jesus I mean, and knows? how typical it is that Christians wait to have sex. Maybe they marriage. were texting 20 questions and he goes, would yeah. you have slept with Colton if you were in the fantasy suite yeah, with him? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, absolutely. <laughs> I 100% would. Nah, they didn't have chemistry anyway. No. Now the, the, and then so all that is to say that I was kind of like playing devil's advocate, but also sort of looking at like the root of that conversation. Now, when they get outside, when they get outside, uh huh, and he says, <laughs> uh huh, there's something in me that's refusing to get in that limo. I was like, I, you're like, you bitch, need get to in go. the limo, just leave. No, he wouldn't. He would not leave the table. Oh and she literally standing there. She goes, "Go on now." Get. She was like literally getting him like a dog. Go on, Go. get. Trying to shove him out. It was crazy watching. And he would not leave. And then he would not get in the limo. And she's just like, my God, please go, go in the limo. Um, dude. But then the biggest part of the whole what? entire thing is when. Oh, no. But before that, that's that's when they had the conversation where he says, I don't care um, if you say you have clarity back there. Something in me says to stay. Mm. And it's like, so you're fully dismissing what she said. She literally just told you, I have been like, I felt like I experienced love uh, at first sight with you. You broke my heart every single day. Oh, my God. What she said, which 
killed me. She said, um, I've broken my own heart with how I've allowed everything. Yes. And I was like, oh, man, if that doesn't just hit home. Oh, my God. No. And then and then she was just like, I prayed for clarity and I finally have it. And that was where I was like just chanting for her. Like, yes, girl, you have clarity now. Like, push him out. And uh, and so then when he says, I don't care if you said you have clarity back there, something in me says you don't like, that's the essence of Luke to me. And that's the essence of that conversation was kind of like, well, of course you're not going to sleep with somebody. And then when she says she's okay with it, then it's just kind of like, well, I'll forgive your sins anyways. Like, let me tell you how it's going to be. Like you say you have clarity doesn't matter. I'm staying anyways. Like he's so aggressive. And that's then when she goes, that then she says i have had sex and his response literally is say what he said say what (laughs) what the fuck is with this guy and jesus still loves me and then from how you said you feel my fucking in a in a windmill you probably want to leave and then he's got the shocked face just like in shock oh my god and then she says to the producers that she did it a second time in the windmill his fist is literally curled literally curled and then the giant bomb he says can i pray over you before i leave this man dude this he didn't man- say can i pray with you can i pray over you another completely demeaning i am holy i am <sighs> See, your pastor not your boyfriend i don't know why i have so much like sympathy for him and it's i have so much like sadness for him and maybe that's why I feel like I just feel like I think this is maybe one of the biggest things where we differ. I feel like even in that statement, I think he doesn't he is he is very arrogant. We saw it in the very beginning of the show. But I feel like in some of those statements, I think that he genuinely like I don't know. I feel like you can 100% read it as him being arrogant and like being a better Christian than her. But I feel like also he is really, you know how we talked about how he's 100% in it and sold with Hannah? Yeah. Like, so in it. I also feel like that's his personality. He's in it with CrossFit, clearly. You've seen the man's body. Yeah, he's an obsessive person, And I probably. think it's the same thing with his Christianity, too, where he's of like, course, yeah. I don't cannot compute with this situation. Like, am I supposed, mm-hmm. cause you also, again, like, you know how it is in the Christian community where you're like, oh, yeah. you don't know how to freaking handle a situation. You're like, can I pray? F-? Which when you watch it back, you're like, that is the, one of the dumbest, most like, um, to use a Luke, uh, term boneheaded decision <laughs> that you can make. Like, it doesn't make sense. But I also don't think like in those kind of scenarios that he's coming at it from like a place of being holier than thou. I think he just like, doesn't, I don't know. I think he's not like we're talking about is like not very smart. And I think even with the praying situation, he's like, I don't know what to do. And I think he also loves her in his own, in his own, like not like pure love way, but in his own, like, I want to be with this woman. Fuck. I thought that she was going to respond to me this certain way. Instead of it being like a manipulative thing of like, I only want her to sleep with me because whatever i'm alpha dog i think it's sort of like i think that she's on the same page i want to know that we're in the same way and then she's not oh my god what the wait but i can't lose her so now i'm scrambling like how do i no i will accept you no matter what you do like yeah no i understand i understand the the feeling like my heart hurts for the fact that it's like dude you are so lost like lost like you 
again, this is no shade to anyone who, you know, is a Christian and makes the decision to wait and doesn't want to have sex until they're married. Like, it's nothing like that, but just the way that he is not listening to her, how he is with the other guys, how he constantly takes back his word and lies about stuff. Like, he is, the dude is just, like, a hot mess, and I it's think lost. It's, I think it's the lost is what, I think that hits the nail on the head, and I think that's what really causes me to, like, God, I don't know how to, like, protection is not the right word, but there's something in me that, like, wants to, like, protect him and, like, I don't know. I feel like I see his heart. No, I'm just kidding. I say, I feel, but I feel like I sort of do see where he's coming from, and I'm like, man, this guy is, like, going about this all the wrong way. My thing is, though, like, I grew up in the church, I mean, as did you, yeah. like, being surrounded by people um, my entire life who had the exact same opinions as Luke but like most of them weren't jackasses like he was. So my thing is it's like you can have those opinions, you can stand firm in what you believe and 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 you know even be very open with it about what you believe and even err on the being judgmental side without being like a full-blown narcissist gaslighting. Like I know plenty of men in my life who have, you know, who have slept their way around town and then become Christians and, and, you know, are getting their born again virginity and then want to be with someone who's on the same page, but who are not like that. Well, a hundred percent. And that's why I say, I feel like I feel bad for him. I mean, you saw what his dad is like last week. Like he is lost in a community that only seems to feed his flaws. Yes. And in a family that also seems to be running in circles of this, like, yeah. of condoning a kind of behavior yeah. like in a way Luke reminds me of a and maybe I'm giving him way more credit than I should but like of a child where he doesn't have this structure of people that are going to correct him and oh, set yeah. him no, on the right very, path he's very very childlike you know what was so interesting is that like I said when Evan watched it with me he yeah. hadn't watched any of the other episodes except for maybe like one at the very beginning he didn't watch the hometown and he goes there's something about him that makes me feel like maybe his family puts too much pressure and worships him and i was like yeah yeah that's exactly <laughs> it yeah and no and so i i see like that's my thing where i'm just like dude i someone like a jed to me seems way more um blatantly manipulative mm. and luke is more lost but luke is also feeding a very dangerous well, feeding into an unbelievably da- dangerous stereotype, and I feel like he's probably making a lot of Christians look really bad. Yeah, well, and he also has a very open display of toxicity that we don't yes. quite see with the other yes. men, whereas, like, we've talked about with Jed, it's this very... And even that's what freaked me out about Jed's conversation is I know when people watch Luke's, they're just going to be like, and I think that's also why I was like, okay, let's really, like, look at what's happening here because I know everyone's going to be like he can't tell her what to do with her body, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, yeah. And Jibba Jed was telling her how to, who to be with, who to be with. And, and, who to and get also rid telling of her and, that she shouldn't trust her own judgment. Right. And also threatening to leave in a, in a, in a less obvious way. Exactly. Saying, My feelings will retract if I, you know, you're affecting them by your yeah. choices. It was, the, it was the same thing, but just done you know, in a more like casually manipulative way instead of just like typical Luke, like swinging around with a baseball bat. Well, yeah. And we've also become a more like woke culture where even if we saw this five years ago, people might not react the same way as they're reacting yeah, now. Absolutely. I know people are going to be like, she has the right to sleep with whoever she wants. Yeah, of, course. Like, of course. All to say that was 
I a mess of an episode, and it was, and it was, it was also sad to me because it was sad to me that their relationship had come this far. Yeah, it was, it was sad, and mm-hmm. I was like, she has really actually invested her emotions in this oh, dude. Yeah, she's and it's so taken it up until this point where like they're about to go a week before him getting down on one knee, which she's probably going to do anyway next week. <laughs> yeah, it appears so. It's just like I know. Uh, I just, I just was like. Yeah, with the final, the the final though, can I pray over you before I leave? And maybe it's just my my triggered past. It just made me sad. But I just was sitting here going like, he's just like, well, you're clearly going to hell, and at least I can use my holy shower hands to like touch you, and maybe it'll help you a little bit. Like, there's no way you're gonna go to heaven after this windmill fuckery, but like maybe at least purgatory. Maybe I can get you in there. Like, it just made me sad. It made it just made me sad, and I don't know. Well, and Hannah said that she does not have to answer to the. She only has to answer to the Lord. She does not have to answer to Luke. That's true. And that she said that she right away felt a giant weight get lifted off her shoulders and i was like maybe that's the five foot eight villain attached so what gray brought up which i actually think is kind of has to do with this he said i feel like hannah's speech with luke may have been a little bit um misplaced the inner dialogue she's been preparing for Mm -hmm. after this whole experience Mm -hmm. the dialogue she's been preparing for her community for her family for the backlash and then it kind of got like that sort of got like like triggered with Luke and it was like the speech that she's meant to say to the world. I think it is so beautiful though. Like that perspective. I do think that this was a really incredible moment for Hannah and I'm sure she will receive a lot of backlash because of the fact that she did have sex in the fantasy suites, but for her to have the opportunity as a woman who is confused about certain things and is like processing to have this opportunity that's recorded for forever where she like really was able to like whether someone agrees with it or not really speak her truth and you know feel confident with her decision I thought was really powerful Well, and I've said before I really hope that she ends this with I hope she doesn't pick any of the guys as much as I really like Tyler and Pete yeah, for her it doesn't seem like maybe she's ready yeah and I think that um, she's still understanding who she is. Well, also the the relationships that she's gravitated towards in this process, being with Luke and Jed, it's like maybe you need to like mm-hmm. get some of this sexual tension out. Maybe you need to just like explore and learn more of who you are before you make a commitment yeah. to, well, to someone. Well, when she like was this. on Nick's podcast, it was interesting too because she did say and she explained to him like, you know, I didn't did she say, know- say she was engaged on Nick's. Mm-mm. Okay. She didn't. Well, she wouldn't give anything away. Okay. okay. Um, but she was basically saying, like, you know, I spent so so much of my life trying to be what everyone else wants me to be, and um, that's why, like, when you like, I've spent years trying to get over anxiety because mm-hmm. that's how it uh, manifested in my life. And then she said, when you saw me, and I had just gotten over it, like, really, or started to really work on myself. And um, going to therapy and doing all that. And then she said, when I when you saw me on Colton season, those first few awkward dates that were so cringy, she's like, that was me slipping back into like, what should I be like Mm -hmm. instead of who am I trying to be a certain person? Um, And Nick right away kind of was like he made a comment like, are you you're good already to hop in there? Like you're just kind of figured out how to Mm -hmm. be okay with yourself and Mm -hmm. you're doing this now that's pretty wild thought it was interesting it's like yeah maybe you know it would have been easier for her to spend a little more time 
growing confident with who she is. Though I think this is a very expedited now journey for her to figure herself wonderful out. Wonderful for her, and yeah. I think that it's so good for her that she got to experience this process. And I think she'll also learn so much clarifying about what she believes through processing what other people are going to say about her. Yeah, and. I think that that's extremely helpful. I'm also, I just thought about it right now. I don't know if I'm convinced that any of these guys is her dude. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, because it's like, I look at Tyler and it's like, you're the dream guy, but like, are you right for Hannah? You also, I don't you know. don't, well, you don't see her feel the same way about him that she does for these other two toxic guys. And it's not, I don't think it means that she only wants to be with toxic people. I think that maybe she doesn't have the right healthy relationship there that she's going to yeah. feel the passion and excitement that she wants to feel for it. And maybe Jed would have been her dude if he wouldn't, you know, be a lying scumbag. So, like, you brought up he's so bland. <laughs> he is so bland. I feel like she should be with someone who's a little more exciting. She's so fun. Like, yeah, you know, maybe, no, she needs totally. some, maybe she needs someone to balance, some balance her. But someone a little like not i don't know he's a jed is a capricorn and she is a libra and that is a strange combination because um you know um a libra seeks relationship and beauty and art and a capricorn seeks career and finance and though it can be like maybe a profitable relationship because you can balance from each other it's not typically one that like works great it takes a lot of work because they're so different and it's not like there's not that like chemistry long term typically well also though an astrologer told me that you don't want to also just base all this compatibility off of sun signs because a lot of people oh of course you know, their air sign was more of what I'm Aquarius air too. So it's the same for me, but what's Tyler? Tyler's an Aquarius. Fuck yeah. But isn't Luke also? No, No, Luke's an Aries. Aries. Oh, I thought Mm -hmm. he was an Aquarius too. For some reason I thought someone told me that. And I forget Petey because by the way, they are not making it easy to find (sighs) these guys as Zodiacs. They're like hiding their birth dates because they don't want us to figure out who they are and to do their charts and read into them. So I was really looking at this stuff serious? and it was really hard to find. Yeah. Well, what I always do is I go on their Instagram and look at their birthday, last birthday post or look at their tagged when people tag their birthdays. Smart. I'm sure I'm going to now get a bunch of DMS from people knowing their actual exactly birthdays. What it so is. bless, please send them to me if you know. Well, okay, okay good. So we then, got through that. That yeah. wasn't so bad. Now <laughs> it wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. No, now, we have different opinions. And I think I, well, and we don't have different opinions though. Cause I, I, I mean, I yeah, could, and and look, at the end of the day, if someone was to talk to, if I was to have that conversation with someone, I'd be like, and right. <laughs> fuck you, right. bye-bye, get no, the fuck out. we're talking about seeing from that person's perspective, which I do think is, is very important, but I say bye-bye to Luke, and you trigger me, and peace out. Well, um, please But, leave. of course, he's not leaving, because as we see in the preview for next week's episode, that he literally... Well, this is what I was going to ask you. I was going to say, shit. do you think that he comes and literally proposes to her... At the road ceremony. Well, we see the clip of Chris saying he has a ring, and I'm pretty sure Hannah's wearing the same outfit when he said that as, as we saw her wearing in that clip. So I'm sure he brings a ring. But he said in the car, Hannah thinks that after what she's done, that I wouldn't oh be God. there, but I'm oh, going to no, 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 down no. with her anyways no, no, no. or whatever. He said, this was the scariest part. She is sadly mistaken. Yeah, I was like, sadly? Just like, dude, no, she told she's you. She's sadly She mistaken? told you that she's got gotten clarity and she wants you to leave. It's, what is wrong with you? It sounded so menacing. She is sadly <laughs> mistaken if she thinks I'm, coming, I'm not coming back I'm around. I'm coming back to chop her into little pieces I'm also and to convince like, her otherwise. Are you out of your mind? You think of all, out of, like, all these interactions that she's going to want, like... 
Well, I mean, yeah, but but again, it's that t- it's a typical Luke thing. Like she like very blatantly made her feelings and and needs and all this very clear to him, and he just heard the only thing that he heard was that she said, "You were the one who I felt love with." In, or for first sight or whatever like that's all he heard and he walked away with that in his oh, and brain and i had sex and he's like and i had sex that's okay i can forgive that those are the only two things i'll be he back heard. and he then she'll love it she'll be so else. happy he didn't hear anything else he just heard oh she likes me the most and he also heard that's all and and also what he's internalized is because of all this like if i forgive her this will be the best thing that's ever happened this to is going like, to be great for our testimony <laughs> When we get married as a couple and oh speak around the country. I can't wait to watch his fucking um, yeah, sister-in-law's stories. Oh my gosh, me either. The fact that he legit though shows up to the and walks into the rose ceremony, I was dead. Like, he didn't just pull her aside. He's in the rose <laughs> ceremony and he looks like he's about to get in a goddamn fist fight with somebody. Bitch, I can't even. He showed up like I'm ready for my rose. Like I'm ready to forgive you, and like we are get back on yeah, track. Like, bitch, we're back good to on go. track. And like, and literally, like they're just like, are you touching me? Like, like oh, I can't even. I'm so I oh, I'm on pins and needles. And then also next week we get the men tell all. So it is going to be a good now. Week. Yes. One last thing. Do you think she's gonna have two roses or three at the rose ceremony? <gasps> I saw that it looked like there were two on the pedestal. So I think we're only walking away with two of the men. So who gets them? Pete and Jed. That's what I think. I think you're right. She cried watching Tyler leave. I think you're right. Oh, boy. My goodness. Well, that was a heavy one. That was. We went into that one. That was like, yeah, that was really (laughs) heavy. I'm like having to process this after. I'm like, I think. Sorry, guys. That wasn't super lighthearted at the end. I think I got, I think, yeah, it it just made me sad. And now I'm like feeling heavy about it. Yeah. Because it's also like there's an earnestness about Luke that is so depressing. But horrifying and scary people are so earnest, too, you know? Well, that's the thing. Like, Like we said, he doesn't have literally anyone putting him in check. And his earnestness is praised for being on fire for God well, and passion. You know, there's going to be a lot of people putting him in check now. God. No, dude, his whole family is going to be backing him up. Like I said, I can't wait for his sister-in-law's thing. They are going to be like, Luke had 100% have the right to... You know what? I'd be actually so interested to like maybe hear like what his pastor would say watching, like talking to him and maybe seeing the entire journey on the screen, not just like maybe his pastor would back his sit down with Hannah saying like, I'm leaving if you have sex. You mean like his violent reactions and his like out of control anger and ego? Yep, yep. I'm so interested to hear like maybe what spiritual mentors in his life, maybe he will really grow from this being spiritual mentors in his life being like, Uh, oh, maybe you're not who we thought you were and you need to like really get your shit together. Maybe you shouldn't lead the whole youth group and be preying (laughs) on 14 year old girls who are in love with you. Like maybe that's not a healthy (laughs) dynamic to be encouraging in our church. Maybe not. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my All god. right. Well, next week promises to be oh, exciting. Man, exciting. I don't know if, if we're going to anything. Get a, so we having a two-parter next week. What's it happening? Looked, I think it's only going to be one episode. Okay. It looked cuz I I listened to it very carefully and they said next week and then they showed the clip, and then they said, and also the men tell all. They didn't say, and then the following night. Normally they say the following night if it's two different. Oh, okay, 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 episodes, okay, okay. Good. So. good for us. And then the week after that, it's the finale. Wow. I can't even believe how fast this went. It also seems like forever ago when the guy on night one had a girlfriend and got, remember that? It like, really remember does. how. And it all seems so, so long ago when we 
reviewed Hannah's men before we ever watched it and fully called how Luke was going to be. You said he's terrified. He looks horrifying. You said he had like white boy anger, punch a hole through the wall. Uh, did we I said really he's controlling. Yep, we're like, oh, he's going to be controlling. He's going to be the right reasons guy. I'm here for you. We we actually got it all. I was very. I listened to it the other day. And did I was you like, see somebody told me? Didn't I say something about Jed? Where I said he seems like the guy that has a girlfriend back home. Oh, I don't know. I have to re-listen. To someone the whole messaged thing. me. I think and really. Someone messaged me and said that I said about shut Jed. up. He seems like the kind of guy that's going to have a girl like a girlfriend. Shut up. Okay, back I'm home. gonna. I gotta go re-listen <laughs> to the episode and see. Like, I, we have to re-listen and see how many like we were totally off about, and then we, that we totally nailed. Because I know we were completely wrong about Tyler, yeah, our Lord oh, and Savior. Yeah. Obviously, we were drooling well, over him. I don't him, know because uh, we 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 had to like we were like I bet he has a shitty personality. Like he has to be because he's just so hot. Yeah, and then we were like, oh, he's a fuck boy. He probably sucks. But we boring. also drooled all over him like night and day when we saw his photo. No, I know, but we completely misjudged his character. It's true. We are so sorry, Tyler. Uh, all that being said, next week, baby. Next week, we might see him go home. Who knows? Oh God. Thanks for hanging in there with us, Broads. This was a hefty one. And uh, yeah. yeah. And join us um, on the Thursday episode. We are going to be having some fun Q&A. And let me tell you, we have some really good questions. Um, A lot of actually hashtag Bible broad questions. A lot of breakup questions, sex, uh, all over the map. It's going to be really good. Jess, I think that maybe after Luke's speech, maybe we should have an abstinence challenge. I mean, you're married, but maybe I'll... I think Sounds it's time right. I'm going to go re- tell Evan that <laughs> I, we're going to do a, a six-month abstinence I think it's time challenge. for us to rededicate our lives to the Lord and get back on track. I'm down. Cool. Let's do it, baby. Chat soon, broads. Chat Bye. Soon. <laughs>